welcome to No Refunds no. and Hello. You said it wrong. I know I did. I did oh, it that purpose. annoys yeah. me. Do, you have to do it over. I don't no, like that. I did it you on purpose. Fix it. Oh, you that was purpose. terrible. You got to fix it. No, because you guys say I always say it the same way. So I, I had to change it. You get, no, unacceptable. It. Unacceptable. Wrong. I don't wrong. like change. I don't accept change. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Hello. You should have done one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> oh, yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Hello and welcome to No Refunds. Funds. My name is Dwight. Oh my god, I quit. <laughs> yeah, this is the this is the end of the podcast. <laughs> okay, fine. Welcome to No Refunds and Hello. My oh! name. <laughs> hello. This is going to be the worst it. opening ever. I Have fun it. editing this, oh, Tiffany. I'm gonna leave this all in. I know you are. <laughs> hello and welcome to No Refunds. My name is Dwight, and joining me this week is. Sure. Tiffany. And Alex, awesome! And I was just, just gonna say Dwight, just to be in it. I was also gonna say I Dwight. Hate, <laughs> I I hate when you guys do that. I don't know why it bothers me, but it does. Shit! It, it it's silly, but it's like one of those. I'm like, oh no, we're supposed to be introducing ourselves. If this is someone's first episode and right. they hear this gobbledygook garbage at the beginning, you know what I mean? Every comic is someone's first comic, right? So like, if we're being silly with the introductions, not that it matters. Anyways, does anybody actually listen to our podcast? Yeah. Someone I, will. I feel like yeah. I feel like everybody fast forwards through the opening. Anyways, I think I wonder. I think people fast forward through the emails because I know that's what I do when I'm listening to podcasts. Mm. So I don't know how I feel about the fact that we do them, mm. but I love them. So please keep on writing in. We have two, <laughs> uh, and we'll be talking about that next week. Please, please keep sending emails. Yeah. but also no but one listens. Also, to I that. understand if you fast forward through them. <laughs> Specifically, it's reviews. Like mm. um, when Fighting in the War Room would read their reviews, yep. I'd be like, "This, is, I don't care." Right? Yeah. Like I'm and subscribe you. five stars on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, that's what it feels like. It feels like just upfront pandering, mm. as opposed to like engagement, which I think engagement, the emails more is engagement yeah, yeah. pandering. But you got to think about it. You know, it could be somebody's first episode, and hearing those reviews might be helpful to them. See, exactly. That's mm. exactly it. So mm. thank you, Dwight, for helping me out there. <laughs> ah, I'm Dwight. Are you Dwight? Yes. And Dwight. I'm also Dwight. Hi, yes. Dwight. Thank you, Dwight. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> is this just this, being John Malkovich? This Matt, I've never seen that movie. Oh, everyone's John Malkovich. Is it your top five favorite things of the year? Yeah. Okay. Came so, out like 20 hey, years spoilers. ago. Spoilers. So, this mess of an episode <laughs> is uh, basically it's our year recap, kind of. We're, I'm hoping we have another one before the end of the year, but this is um, our favorite things of the year. That's what this is. What's what we're doing. We're doing our top five favorite things. No, no particular order. Favorite things. There you go. 2018 year in review. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. Um, we are officially in our off season. Last time we were saying we were in our yep. off season, we had released an episode on like November 28th or 29th right. one year. So you were right, Alex. Yeah. And the earliest we've ever come back is in March. March, yeah. So we, we take a real long hiatus. We do. So, But we're officially breaking that. Yes. So yay. yay. Yeah. That was my our, one goal for the year. Was it? You nailed it. Yeah. You did mention that because that was when we talked about goals for the podcast at the beginning. That was what you had said. Yes. So we nailed it. Good is job. Is that one you of succeeded. your five favorite things of the year? No. This podcast is the worst thing that's yeah. happened to me this year. Wow. <laughs> okay. That actually makes a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're going to do our top five favorite things of the year, and we're just going to go through them right now. But so, can we also throw out there that they don't have to be it's literally media any, thing literally anything. anything that we experience this year so it could be any sort of media tv movies mm -hmm. video games um music it could be any sort of life event like going to a concert or like getting a new car getting a new car anything. like yeah. literally it's anything that happened to us 
or the world in general yes. this year. But, oh, the world. Ooh, okay. Ooh. That means well, also, maybe that's maybe a hint for Alex. Also, don't forget we put it out there on Facebook and the Discord. We had people um yes. submit their their things. So and we'll go through some of those. We will too. go through will. The, some of those. Yeah. Later. We'll get, yep. We will go through those throughout the episode. So we got that. So um why don't we go we decided to start this I think, way, I, I think, think it was. Tiffany should start. Yeah, so we're going to start with Tiffany. Okay. Tiffany, uh, no particular order. Well, I kind of uh, have an order. I kind of do too. I do too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so number five. Okay, so I kind of was struggling for something to put in the five slot, and up until literally like my drive home today, I had no idea what I was going to put here. Um, I'm going to preface my stuff with nothing on my list is a thing. They're all like events or things i participate in right um it's not nothing's media related nothing is a movie a game or anything just because for me and i've kind of been like struggling with this because i know you guys have a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. i those things are i don't want to say they're not important but those things are not as important to me as Life. Life. <laughs> She's been super the, looking down on us. Yeah, they're, t- I, you, no, they're no, 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 no. peons with your They're tangential to your life. Movies. I understand what you mean. <laughs> but like even all the great movies or things I saw this year, nothing is like I would never if you're asking me what my top five movies of the year are or my top five you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I would never put a movie on my list of top five things that I did this year I, or saw or I, what you, I yeah. think that if I uh, the way I put my list together was mm-hmm. I tried to uh, spread it out as much. If I was really true to like my favorite things mm-hmm. that happened this year, it probably would have been like four life events yeah. and one mm-hmm. something else. Yeah. But I, I wanted to spread the wealth a little bit. Mine is kind of um, there. There are some of them are individual, like a thing, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. It, it's not just the thing. It happens like a lot of it has a lot of things surrounding yeah. it, or like okay. either the build up to it or. Um, just like what that thing represents in terms of what's mm-hmm. come before, what's right. going to come in the future, that type of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, so Tiffany hates media is really <laughs> no, what it comes ha- down to. I don't to. hate media at all. I just had a hard time thinking of anything this right. year that would have been important to me this sense. year. Because I had a pretty crazy year. People yeah. that yes. know you yeah. n- probably know expected that. this. Yeah. You know, nobody's yeah. listening to this podcast yeah. going, Tiffany's going to have five movies on yeah. her list. No, not happening. So um, so I actually put, so like I said before, um, I struggled with a, a, a fifth thing. And I decided for the hell of it, I'm going to throw bowling on bowling. my list. Wow. Number five. Solid. Um. I don't know if we've we've probably talked about it on here, but we might but have. We're, well, Dwight was there. It was Dwight. So it was season one. Yeah, season one was me and Alex and Dwight and Mexico. Yes, yep. Alex we, was we the one the that OG. formed the team. Yes, yeah, Alex is team leader or team was. Leader. I was you, team captain. You have not Jen's team leader now. No, Sorry, technically, I don't know. I think technically Tiffany's. Sure. She's the she's anchor. The, she's so. the best player. She's the best um, player. Yes. Actually, so. that's not wrong. <laughs> so <laughs> the reason why this is on my list, but. Yeah, yeah. I was part of the original cast. You so. were the o- part of the OG yeah. um, ball fondlers. Me, me and Mexico were like the, we were on season one of SNL and then we just like bounced for yeah. the rest of it. Yep. So yeah. we, we, yeah. we set the foundation. Right. Friend of the podcast, Mexico. <laughs> he's, he's been, been on, on an episode. A, he's been on one yes. episode. Yep. So I put this on my list because like if I really think about it, bowling's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have a good time. Yeah. Oh, shut eh. your mouth. You're but just too you're too competitive. Yeah. You're just too competitive. I am too. So so for me this kind of goes a, like a little bit deeper and you guys have heard this but like bowling's kind of a thing in my family. Yep. Um 
grandfathers, uncles, like there's just a lot of bowling history in my family. I mean, we used to spend hours in the bowling alley when my dad was on a league for work. Mm-hmm. So like we, there was, I grew up in a bowling alley. The balls you use are your grandfather's. The balls right? I use are my, uh, well, they're, they weren't. The bowling balls. The- <laughs> right. So just, just to clarify for our listeners, it's candle we're pin talking bowling. about candle, candle pin, pin bowling. Yes, candle pin. Um, Sorry. Yeah. Not be- 10 pin. Because candle in the, pin. in the area of the world that we live, um, <laughs> that is the predominant form of bowling. You say bowling. That's what bowling yes. means. Yeah. Sorry. Candle pin bowling. So, um, I know I actually took, Kyle, mm-hmm. Maddie and Kyle, friends of the podcast. Ooh, friends of the podcast. Um, I took them candlepin bowling for their first time when oh they were God. up here for my birthday. And they were so excited to meet us. That was a lot of fun. They were so excited to meet you. And then neither of you came to my party. I know. That was such a bummer. Is your party on your list? Sorry. No, no. no. Hey, this is my. So talk about. Go- so, well, how was their first experience candlepin bowling? Um, was it weird? It was really weird. Yeah. Like in my experience, because I've brought Jess bowling or mm-hmm. candlepin bowling before. In my experience, people who are have only done 10 pin bowling before find it really hard to, to yeah. make the transition because yeah. the balls are so much smaller. Yeah. It's less about the curve and more about the accuracy. Yeah. It, yep. It's it's a much different game, um, and the like weight of the ball is mm-hmm. really what throws people off. Because um, there are like different weights to like the ten pin yep. balls, or yep. like different balls you bring out for different things. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, th- it was tough for them at first, but th- they got yeah. the hang of it. it. It was fun. We played I think two or three games. I don't remember. Cool. It was a good time. But but even I was just so you were talking about. The bowling balls that were my grandfather's, but they're not his. My dad thinks that he just bought them off of someone because they have someone else's when, initials on them. When I bowled, though, they said your grandfather's name on them. The balls I was using yeah. had his name yeah. on it. So. Yeah, so I'm using Ben, and I'm my bowling bag is one of uh, my grandfather's bowling bags, which nice. I'm really sad because the little name tag in it fell out, and I was like, oh, bummer. Um, I use my mom's balls because my, yeah. my, my growing yeah. up. My mom uh, was in two leagues when I was a kid. She was in a Tuesday and a Thursday day league, or they yep. called them coffee leagues. Oh, yeah. Um, and this was back when there was a uh, bowling alley in Londonderry, right next to the movie theater, which there isn't anymore. Weird. I remember that, yeah. I think. It was, it's where the sports center is now, right? It's uh, right next to the left of the movie theater yep. in the back. Yeah, where there's, where I think there's a gym. There's a gym. It's a yeah. sports thing, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that used to be a bowling alley. And okay. my mom was in two leagues, a Tuesday and a Thursday coffee league. And she would bring me all the time because they had a daycare attached to it. And she'd bring me and like sometimes the daycare would get a lane and we'd just get to bowl for fun. That's and awesome. um, I, I grew up on bowling. Mm-hmm. Like same same thing yep. as you. Like I, yeah. I've always loved bowling. That's why I wanted to start a team. And yep. I, li- I like that at least one person stuck with it. From the first season, you know, I might come back. I, I know it's way too you're, late. You're not I, invited I, back. I, well, first off, fuck you. We have a team. <laughs> I know that, but like, it's one of those things. At this point, I would, if, if I was invited back, I would probably come back. You, you've had me bowl once or twice. Yeah. I did last year yeah. at least yeah. once. Um, Every time uh, we've needed someone, you've been busy with a show this year. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, so I was there for the first year, and um, I started off really great, like having a lot of fun. Yep. And then as the the season went on. 
I got a little bit better yep. a, as it went on. And then I started to, like, I either stayed the same or I started to get mm-hmm. a little bit worse, which is mm-hmm. what happens in, in life. Yep. Um, and when I was getting worse, I would just be in a very sour mood. You yeah. would hate yourself yes. and then just shut down and not talk to anyone. Yes, yeah. exactly. It was all <laughs> internally. Like, oh, I, I was yeah. never oh, yeah. projecting it You were never, people. like, throwing, bo- like, Jeff. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You were never, like, super angry about it. But, like... Well, the th- yeah, it's but, a but long I, I, season though. It's, it is it, very We play long. from September through April. Yeah, we yeah. used to go through, through May, May, but now we only do twenty eight weeks. But it's a, it's a, it, it's a, it's half of a year. It's, it's a yep, long. It's very season. long. And then I would, so I would, like, shut myself down, and then I would, I could tell that I was obviously like bringing down just yep. the everybody the, else, the, the morale, yeah. the morale yeah. in general. And so I was, so I made a very conscious, just conscious decision at the end of the season. I was like. I'm done. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to subject people to this attitude that I cannot turn around. I tried. Yep. I could not do it. And that was my yeah. rationale behind it. Yep. Um, it was super fun when I did it, though. Like, I think. Yeah, it maybe. Was, yeah. It was, I think it was, uh, like, I've been Clearly doing, guys I've are still been doing, doing it, it for so. how many years now? This is so like our fourth. 2015, 2016, 2017, I thought this was your, oh, this, this is, is our fourth season. season. This is our fourth season. Wow, I thought it was your third. This is yeah, our fourth, fourth season. season. Um. So we've been doing it for four years. Yeah. So clearly it's fun. We've been doing it with mostly the same people. Like mm-hmm. not a lot of changeover in the teams. Like mm-hmm. every season we get like a couple of new teams and then, yeah, but it's and then the same people. a lot of them end up leaving by the end of the season. Yeah, it's I, a lot of the same people. It's um I think that says more for you guys than it does for the new teams. It's mostly the, the, the like it's just m- kidding. Mostly just a bunch of fun people. It's just Yeah, it's most just, of the people are yeah. It's just an excuse to hang out on a Thursday night and for Tiffany to bowl well. Yeah, well that's what I was going <laughs> to say too. The reason I put this on my list is I finally feel like like into the f- like into the fourth year i finally think i figured out how to bowl yep my average is 92 right now i'm like in the top like, five i think you're women. fourth yeah. Or fifth. yeah yeah i'm in like the top five for female uh for female bowlers in the averages. league right now for and you have the number two triple number two high triple because Pe- I thought you had yeah, I saw peggy that. beat her this week by, by five, five pins. pins no yeah um, so number two high triple yep yep um so i'm doing well i'm like i'm i'm doing really well i you're, figured you're it. out at least two games over 110 this season oh yeah which is just crazy my my Um, average is 92 and that's after what since we've got to be like 16 over 16 weeks yeah yeah we're pretty deep into the season season. and i've bowled twice twice (laughs) but it's been really fun it's fun also to have you know connecting it back to being younger i if i have a good night i call my dad i'm like hey dad like this was my triple tonight and i did this and like that's something I can share yep. with my dad. I'm such a daddy's girl. Like that's something I can share with my dad, like the lingo and talking yep. about, you know, the different things and whatever. And it just, all of that stuff has yeah. been really cool. And I like doing it. Yeah. So I know how that is. I, yeah. like I have the same relationship with my mom. Like mm-hmm. I, I would yep. come home yep. after bowling and she'd be like, how'd you bowl? And I'd be like, I had a 136. And yeah. she'd be like, what? And yeah. I'd be like, yeah. Like I had like, four spares in a row with huge fills and she'd be like oh that's awesome yep. and yep. i'm like yeah it's it's so it's so <laughs> yeah. exciting to share that with like somebody it is that, really cool that, that um, also appreciates yeah. it so yeah because so your that, husband doesn't yeah, he does not well you always ask me how i did <laughs> you know i'm just kidding but so that's my number five, five thing and i think that's a cool i i'm happy that i decided to throw that on my that, list that's a good number yeah. five yeah. yeah i like that 
I like that it includes me, kind of, tangentially. Yeah, Yeah, it does. You're the one. I wouldn't be doing a bowling league if it wasn't for you, so... Thanks. Thanks and for I would starting. Be doing a bowling league if thanks it wasn't for starting for you. the ball fondlers. Ball fondlers. I came up with the team name ball and everything. Ball fondlers for life. The other team name I actually think would have been better, but we would have had to change it because I, I had three balls in a split. Yep. Yeah. Because it was you or, or Dwight, me, and Mexico and, and Tiffany. Tiffany. So three balls in a split. Ha 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 ha. ha. Genitalia. But then now it's three splits in a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Well, ha, right ha, now it's ha. two two splits and two, two balls. balls. <laughs> no. Ha, ha, ha. no, no, three, sp- three splits in the ball. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the the guy was replaced with the guy. Right. So four splits. Sorry, because it's Jesse now. Yes. Oh my god. All right. So who's going next? So Wait, I, me. Oh. That's how we were doing. I it? assumed we were doing clockwise. Okay, sure. Ooh. It's fine with me. So my number five thing that I enjoyed most in the past year was the movie. Avengers Infinity okay. War. Getting this out of the... Let's put a check mark there because yeah. I knew that was going to be on your list. Getting this out of the way early. So um, for the obvious reasons, I mean, I feel like we've already talked about Avengers on this podcast a little bit, but we not did. a whole bunch. But um, so this was 10 years in the making, yep. which is phenomenal. When I was watching um, Iron Man in 2008, mm-hmm. I had no inkling that this is where we were going to end up 10 years later seeing all these characters on screen together. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought that Avengers 2012 was the pinnacle of the superhero movie. Yep. And uh, Ultron sucked, but Infinity War, in my opinion, I think it's going to top the original Avengers for me. Okay. We'll see how the two movies together fit. Right. Because I think it's going to be a two-parter type of thing. It's yep. going to be Lord of the Ringsian. Um, Lord of the Ringsian. Because you cheated uh, in all three of them. So that might be... So it'll be... Uh, Infinity War, Captain Marvel, uh, Endgame is going to be the new trilogy. Yep. See what I did there. Uh, moving on. She's um, not even paying I'm attention to how much she hates you. I'm ignoring you because I, know. I don't want to talk about Captain Marvel. But the movie itself from tip to tail was fantastic. Yep. I had such a fun time. The ending, I, as stupidly as it is, I did not see coming. Um, I did not. I did not expect Thanos. Spoiler alert! I did not expect Thanos to get all of the Infinity Stones right. in this movie. Yeah, we've we've had this yeah. conversation. Before. Um, so I was shocked that they went through with it. I was shocked with the balls and the bleakness and the bluntness that yep. they ended it on. I was very happy with that. Yeah, they ended um, it on such a down note. Yeah. Like I. I can't think of another Avenger or um, Marvel movie that has ended on such just like yeah. what utter <laughs> like gut punch. It yep. was amazing. Um, all of the action was fantastic. The Doctor Strange Thanos fight, the Iron Man Thanos fight, um, everything with um, Ebony Maw was mm-hmm. amazing. I loved all the action in it. I, some really all the characters felt true to themselves. Yep. Um, I love Thor is my favorite. So seeing Thor get like the big damn moment in yep. this movie was awesome. Wait, you like Thor? I'm a mild Thor fan. Oh. Um, I was very happy that they didn't rewrite Thor from the last movie. Yep. He was still very much the same character, which yeah. is like a, such a hard balancing act. Um, yeah. And like I said, the fact that they've built, this was the tw- 19th movie, 20th movie. Uh, 19, 18th. It's, right. it's stupid high movie count <laughs> in this franchise and like it felt like the natural progression for everything the yep. fact that everybody was here was amazing i was everybody's here haha spoilers alert <laughs> uh, it was i think that's gonna be a theme for mine <laughs> it was just so much fun to yep. watch i this was my number five thing 
of this year because of the movie itself and what's all come before it. Right. And we have an amazing movie coming next year. I assume we have a, a yeah. great we have a sequel coming to this movie, and I'm very excited to see where it goes. Yep. I, I yeah, I couldn't agree more. I like Infinity War really blew my mind. I I loved everything about it. It for having so much jam packed into it, and for how long it was, it didn't feel mm. bloated yep. or yep. like bogged yep. down. I was like. Everybody gets their character moment. Everyone like gets to exist and be themselves and breathe without it feeling like Spider-Man three. Um, yep. And it was so well handled. I was like, wow, this is, this is a great movie. And Thanos was such a great villain. He was the best part um, of the movie. I agree. Probably. I agree. He, he was the, like for introducing, cause we've seen him, a couple of times before, and he's had very minimal to do with the story. Right. He was in Guardians 1, and he was like in a end credits thing. But he hasn't had a character, and right. they fully fleshed out his character within this, and they gave him motivation, as flawed as it is, and he looked amazing, yeah. like which is impressive in and of itself, because yeah. he was all CG character. So, yeah, watching all the bat, like behind the scenes of like <laughs> Josh Brolin in his mocap suit mm-hmm. with like a stick coming out of his back with a head up where Thanos', where, where head Thanos is, supposed head to be. is supposed to be. All of that back, background scenes or behind the scenes mm-hmm. stuff just made me laugh. I'm just like, I can't believe this movie turned out as good as it did when this is what they were working hey, on. Hey, they're actors. They're acting. They're good actors. Yes, clearly. Um, Yeah. I'm just shaking my head talking about uh, part two because I, Captain Marvel looks real bad. I'm excited but for Hawkeye to show up. Yep. Yeah, Ronan. Ronan. I think he's going to be Ronan. I'm, I'm excited for Hawkeye. What does Hawk- that mean? It's a different <laughs> identity that he took on uh, in okay. the comics. Yes. Um, I'm excited for Ronan the Destroyer to come back from Guardians 1. Yeah, he's going to be in the new Captain Marvel movie. Uh, uh, that movie looks real bad. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I'm excited for Hawkeye to come back. I'm excited for uh, Ant-Man to be in the movie and interact yes. with other people. And save the world. And save the world because Paul Rudd is just the greatest human mm. being to ever he exist. He is a national treasure. Um, uh, Yeah. Uh, Infinity War. If you haven't seen it, what have you been doing with yeah. your life? <laughs> Infinity War, my, my number five thing that I did this year. Okay. So, Alex, what is the number five thing that you did this year? So, my number five thing, <laughs> a lot of my stuff is stuff that you guys haven't experienced, which is going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, so, my number five is an album that came out this year that I, I really liked. So, to speak to this, I need to speak to where I was in my life at the time that this album came out. Because Ooh. I feel like a lot of my favorite albums... Mm-hmm. Um, come from how i associate them with my life and yep. where and where i was mentally when i experienced it like we'll um find that when we do our top five albums there, there was a um when we get to it the the mm-hmm. last radiohead album that came out came that out was two, years ago, two years ago called a moon shaped pool and it came out uh a week before my grandfather died and mm. i remember mm. i remember my grandfather um he had an aneurysm he was in the icu for five days or so and like right before that the album had come out and i remember every day i would leave work and go straight to the um the hospital and there's the in the icu you get to go to the um the family room where there's like a little waiting room Mm -hmm. and my whole family was there Mm -hmm. and i just put in my earbuds and listened to a moonshade pool on repeat and Mm -hmm. now i associate that album with that moment in my life and while it's a down moment in my life like i 
like the association that I have there, mm-hmm. even though it's kind of like weird. It's like no, it's a that. sad moment, but mm-hmm. it's also a really sad album. So like, <laughs> like those two things meld together for me. So like, that's one of, when I think about like my favorite albums that comes to mind. So, um, as most people that listen to the podcast know, I was fired at the beginning of the summer, um, and I. Two weeks later, Churches released a new album called Love is Dead. And Churches mm. is one of one of these bands that I, I absolutely love. Their last two albums are absolutely amazing. Um, I've really wanted to see them, but I just haven't had a chance. Every time they come to Boston, it's just like, it doesn't work out for me. Um, so Love is Dead came out. I remember um, I was laying in my bed. This was back when I was just sleeping until like 1 p.m. every day or like very, three, very three, healthy. 3 p.m. Yeah, every was, day. That was not a good. And I remember I was laying <laughs> in my bed and Spotify it gives me a notification and it was like, oh, a band that you follow mm-hmm. released new music. And I was like, oh, man, Church's new album came out. And I, I just laid in my bed and I listened to it like three times. I, like I didn't get out of bed. I just listened to it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. And then I just never stopped listening to it all summer. I I. I must have listened to this album like a hundred times over the oh summer. I, I I went out and like the next day I went to Newberry Comics mm-hmm. and bought the physical copy and it was all it was in my CD player the whole time. It's it's such a great album and it really a lot of the songs really spoke to me because of where I was in my life and like what was going on with me personally and like emotionally. And the album's called Love is Dead. So it's, Churches is known for their music being really upbeat, yep. but really yep. depressing lyrics. And that's, yep. that's what really got me. So like, um, uh, the few songs that really, that I really loved were um, Deliverance and Miracle, which were two really great songs I listened to on, on repeat. Um, it was a great album. Like, I absolutely loved it. I don't think it's their best album, but it's the one that touched me the most, if that makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. It, it resonated with me the most. So, um, like, it's it's when I go back and I'm like, I want to listen to Churches, it's the album I want to put on, mm-hmm. even though I think their second album is their best album. It's the one that I want to listen to now all the time. Um, so, yeah, if you like... Like if you don't know churches, um, yeah, what's a churches song? I have no oh, idea. I'm so trying to find. I have a couple so on my playlist. Churches that I really did. Like. Um, so their first album was called "The Bones of What We Believe," and the, the the single off of it was "The Mother We Share." Um, and we that, sync is a song on that album that that I really is also like. on that album, and "Gun" uh, is the other single off that album, and then their second album was called "Every Open Eye," and. Um, the single off of that album was Never Ending Circles, I think was the name of the song. Uh, yep. Um, yep. Oh, Bury It. That's the song. That's Bury, all, that's Bury the song It that also like. features um, oh. the singer from pa- it's Paramore. It's Yep. Pa- yeah, Paramore. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, on my pl- it's on my playlist. Um, they're an yep. electropop synth- like. synthy group. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of remind me a lot of like Blondie, like 80s pop mm-hmm. electro pop music um they feature a female lead singer named lauren mayberry and then um two guys who play drums and piano uh synth really um it's just a three per- three person group they're they're great 
they all their music um really fits the electro electro pop yeah. genre yeah. without being samey through for every song uh, they have a lot of variability um from song to song um you know a, a good album ebbs and flows mm-hmm. when you listen to it mm-hmm. there's like a there's a slow song to break up the you gotta uh, listen to albums in album order i, I agree i'm a big proponent of i'm that. a huge proponent of that because yeah, because um, otherwise like you lose in my opinion a good art album is set up the way that the artist has crafted a specific mm-hmm. listening experience for you. And a good one does flow from either like mid tempo to high tempo yep. and that type of stuff. Uh, bad albums are just smorgasbord, yep. single, single albums, I, like yep. albums filled with singles or. Eh. I agree. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, if, if you like electro pop or synth pop or, you know, really good music, <laughs> Um, I would highly recommend this album or any church's stuff. That makes me want to listen to more because I know um, some of it comes up on my like Discover Weekly. Yep. And I'm like, oh, I like that song. Oh, I like that. I just haven't really revisited any of the albums, yeah. but I like that electro pop stuff. So the, that makes me want to listen to it. All three of their albums. If you like their singles, I can't yeah. imagine you wouldn't like yeah. their the full album. That's kind of what I um, imagine. I... I remember when Every Open Eye came out a couple years ago, going out, and that's when I discovered them. Like, I, I heard their single on the radio, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. And my friend was like, you've never heard of Churches? And I'm like, <laughs> no. And I listened to their first two albums, like, nonstop. And then I got really excited for the new one this year, and it was great. Um, uh, there was one other... Oh, yeah. If you do mm-hmm. like electropop, mm-hmm. and Which, yeah. if, if you... Uh, it's more rock poppy than electro pop, but um, do you like Mr. Wives? I like some of their songs, but one of them, there's a song that came up on one of my Discover Weeklies, and I liked it, and then it just kept coming. But I don't know why. Was, I, was I've it, listened to it too many times. Was it Chasing This? Because that that's the one that kept coming up on my Discover Weekly. It was... <laughs> It's like I discovered this already, no, it was guys. The, I don't Move remember on. what it was called, but it was the one about them literally being a band. You Coloring like, outside the lines. Coloring outside the lines. Okay, that's that's a pretty, and it's it's a fine a, song. That's a fine song. But it came, it kept coming up, and I'm like, I don't want to listen to this anymore. If you like churches, give churches a listen. Yeah. And if you like churches, listen to Mr. Wives. That's the I I discovered them recently, mm-hmm. like maybe like three weeks ago. My friend friend of the podcast jess has been telling me to listen to them for yeah, a long time yeah. and i didn't start listening to them until recently and i'm obsessed with them now so yeah churches love is dead that's my number five i like it nice so tiffany <laughs> what is your number four my, it's a good segue into my number four because my number four is a music related thing i know pick, we, pick didn't, a distance. Pick, we didn't pick even a distance. we didn't even Ooh. intend for that to happen Ooh, unintended know. nicely that yeah because, uh we should say none of us know what's on the other one's list oh, yeah. i know well, what's on you yours you guys know well, it's mostly on mine mostly but i don't none of us know what's on alex's alex doesn't know what's on i ours. don't i don't know what's on yours yeah so we're all learning i'm together. the one that's like the most like okay so anyway my number four is also a music thing um so if you know me, maybe I don't talk about it too much, but I do um, love the pop punk genre. Um, oh, do you? I do. Newfound Glory is one of my favorite bands. Um, How do you feel about Yellow Card? Love Yellow Card, <laughs> Something Corporate, any of those bands. That's that's my music. It's very nostalgic for me. Yep. Um, so 
Dwight and I have been really lucky. We've seen a lot of our favorite bands live. We saw Say Anything a bunch of times. I've seen Newfound Glory a bunch of times. I've seen not something corporate, but I've seen Jack's Mannequin. Um, I've seen. Have you seen Blink One Eighty Two? I've seen Once. Starting Line. I saw Paramore. We've seen Panic at the Disco. I've seen Fall Out Boy a couple times. I've seen Blink One Eighty Two. So like we've we've been to a lot of concerts and we've seen a lot of bands. And the one band that has eluded me for decades, probably a decade, uh, is All Time Low. So I don't know if anybody listens to All Time Low except me. Never heard of them. Yep. Have you? Never heard Never. of them. Never. It's pop punk. Oh, okay. um, They started as a Newfound Glory cover band. Oh, cool. Because there's a line in uh, one of the songs, and I can't think of the name of songs right now, that... It feels, feels like, like um, I'm at, at an all-time Oh, bruised and broken. Slightly bruised and on, broken. <laughs> from our head yeah. on collision. Yeah. head on collision. Head on collision, sorry. <laughs> so anyway. Okay. <laughs> so All Time Low has had a bunch of albums. They have a bunch of music. They're all guys that are Dwight and I's age. They're all in their 30s. Um, but every time they played a show around here we would miss it there was one night we were like oh i wonder when all time lows going on tour and literally they were playing that night like in lowell and i was like fuck can we go no so there's just been a bunch of opportunities where we've missed them and this summer they went on tour and i they announced a tour and i was like dwight i don't care where they're playing i don't care how much it is we are going (laughs) and they ended up playing um at portsmouth Portland. Oh my God. Did you just say that intentionally to make me mad? Oh my God. Scouts honor. Side note. Boy Scout Portsmouth and Portland are two different places. They're today. very different They're places. They're very different. Portland, Maine? Yeah. Holy fuck. You guys <laughs> went up to Portland, Maine for a so, show? So, so. Well, every year yeah. we go to Old Orchard. Oh, we go up for, to Maine. for a vacation. Yep. So we go up there anyway. So, okay. and it was the week after my sister's wedding. And all the times worked out. So I'm like, we are planning our vacation around, around. this concert. Okay. And it was like, and, and the other cool thing is that they were touring with Dashboard Confessional, oh. which is another band that I've never seen. Yeah. And that was awesome. And that was cool. So I was like, I don't care. It was $50 a ticket. I paid $100 to go see All Time Low. And it just checked a bucket list thing. They yep. were so good live. They were so good live. I like. I can't even begin to describe like, and you probably know because you've been to concerts. But yeah. seeing an artist that you really, really love and enjoy, and just seeing them live and having them be, having them sound like what they sound like on an album. Yep. It's like, oh my god, this is amazing. Yep. And they played. They didn't play all the songs that I wanted them to play, but they played <laughs> a lot of songs. They played a couple of my favorite songs. Um, not gonna lie, I cried during the show. More than once. <laughs> I was very, 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 very excited. So it was just, it was just very surreal. Dashboard was amazing. Um, I didn't realize Chris Caraba is from Connecticut. So that was cool. I, they played Dwight loves the song hands down. So that was, I fun. know like you knocked over the test. Fuck. Yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's, I think it's still recording. <laughs> if it's not, it's not. I have a cat in my lap. Um, <laughs> I, I like, like one of Dashboard's albums, and I like like two of their songs. Mm. Um, and they what was it? Their no, they closed with Hands Down, closed, which is yeah. hands down their best song. It's uh, so good. They also played Are you doing your like Casey Kasem impression? No, 
oh, I, I got a cat in my yeah. in my lap. I talk differently <laughs> when I have a cat in my lap. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's how you talk with a cat. But. In good, your lap. Good. But Dwight, how great was that venue? It was outside oh, yeah, that's what I want to talk on about. the pier. Yeah. Drop your baby. Like oh, not a baby. I would like to say, before yeah. we talk about the venue, yeah. um, I know exactly what you're talking about in terms of seeing mm-hmm. uh like a band that you really mm-hmm. love live mm-hmm. and them just like beating your expectations. Oh my like, god. Because um a couple years ago I saw Maddie on live yep. with Porter play. with Porter Porter Robinson yep. and it was like one of the most emotional mm-hmm. things I've like, I was crying. Yep. I, I was so happy. This makes me feel so much better. And, like I like I I was just standing there. Yeah. And yeah. just experiencing like some of my favorite songs mm-hmm. from like my favorite artists. Yeah. It was just so emotional. Yeah. It, it was so good. Yeah. Um, Ex- that's exactly the experience. I was like, I can't believe I'm here. Yeah. Like I can't believe I'm here it's- watching this. And and the way that the crowd was is like. I almost wish like I got up closer and whatever, but I was kind of, I don't, I don't do well in crowds. Yep. So I didn't want to, but I could have pushed my way to the front in this crowd. There was Easy. no moshing. People were just kind of hanging out. So I really wish that I moved up to the front, but I'm like, I'm here. Like yeah. they're up there and they're singing and they sound so great and they're playing and oh my God. And this is amazing. Yep. It's such a surreal experience. It is. I like, I've been to a bunch of shows before mm-hmm. and I I had never felt it before until I went and saw Maddion and Porter mm-hmm. for their shelter tour. I, like I, it was just like, oh my god! Like, yeah, this is this is the this is the peak of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I can die now. That's kind of how I felt. I wish I had. Um, <laughs> so talk about the but venue. The venue. The venue. Was so, so the cool. the venue was amazing. So it was Portland. Portland. The Maine. The, the land made out of ports. Yeah. Uh, it's in the name. So uh, <laughs> literally, the venue was on the waterfront. So yeah. um, you kind of walk out on this little pier thing, and it's right next to where the ferry um, dock is. Mm-hmm. So ferries are coming in and out right next to the stage. Mm-hmm. You're looking out over the water, so you have this view of um, the river that you're on. It's and, called the it's ocean. The ocean. Well, it looks like a river because there's well, all these islands. It's an inlet. There's all these islands. It's called the ocean. Did True. you hear how she just I did. Like, <laughs> condescended to you? Yeah, whatever. I'm used to it at this point. Um, the so, river. Yeah, so we're it's on all, the ocean. So it's all... Oh, I'm, I'm really loud. Um, so it's all right there on the ocean for you. You have all these little islands that are they're um, dotting the the horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, the sun was going down oh, while we were gosh. watching, so it was the sun was going down and it just keep basking everything in this orangey glow, yep. and it was beautiful. And then by the time All Time Low took the stage, it, the sun was completely down, mm-hmm. so it was dark, and mm-hmm. all of the lights came on, and yep. it was fantastic. And it was just a surreal experience being like that view for the concert yeah. of this band that we have Tiffany and I have sung their songs in the car countless oh times we we've uh listened to all their albums throughout <laughs> the years it's been uh, it was an amazing like we're finally here moment yeah. type of thing. It was really, really cool. Do you remember that girl that tapped me on the shoulder and was like, cause I was like dancing to dashboard and, every, and every, like, she's like, I just want to tell you, like you look like you're having so much fun. I want to be your friend. <laughs> I want to be you. Yeah. And yeah. then Tiffany gave her the finger and said, fuck off. No, no I I'm just kidding. Not. Tiffany took the I gave her a hug. I was like, Oh my God. Thank you. She took the compliment very graciously. Yeah. Have you ever seen a show at the hatch cell hatch show in Boston? No. no. Cause the, the one with the, the big the ven- pole. What? Hmm? The one with the big pole. It's literally well, it's an outdoor where the Boston it's an, Pops it's play. It's outdoor where the July. Boston and it's right on uh, Boston Harbor. Oh, cool! Yes, so that, when you were explaining it, I'm like, that's I'm picturing the hatch cell in my head. Ah. Um, except it doesn't. 
was your did your face the water Were yes you, okay so this one didn't face the water you're parallel to the water oh mm-hmm. uh, cool yeah we have only been to two outside venues uh this one and the arena that we saw blink 182 in. oh it used to be it's not great woods it's, it's not the verizon the comcast, comcast center, center yeah mm-hmm. in mansfield i knew it was a thing yep mansfield that's it um and that was a fine venue uh too big I don't like the big shows Mm-mm. I've decided Mm-mm. like that, like arena style shows. Uh, we've been to one, um, the Blink-182 one, which is my favorite band. So the show itself was fine. Yeah. But you like Blink-182? They're okay. Oh, um, I didn't but, know that. But the issue with that venue was, so everybody stands, like, yep. which is a little bit obnoxious. Like I, I'm mostly fine with it, but it's a little bit like... It was an, a suboptimal way to watch a show like that it's because like, you're like sardined in between well, all these other people. There are seats for a reason. There are yes. seats. That's why. Exactly. If it wasn't seats, if I wanted a floor, I, I would have bought a floor ticket. Yeah, but I you want you want to sit during Blink One Eighty Two? No, I guess I guess. Like, that's what just are you supposed to do? Of, like, true, everyone's doing it. But um, and then driving home after that Ugh. was a fucking shit took us show two hours yep. to get to get out, of the, to get out of the parking lot it's never again yeah. uh, i prefer little uh like house of blues mm-hmm. in boston is mm-hmm. amazing um the palladium in i think worcester. it's called in worcester mm-hmm. is yep. one of my favorite venues because it looks like it's in an old theater because yep. it's in an old theater yep um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think the only other thing i want to say about all time low is now that i'm now that i've seen them that's all i want to listen to now because yep. i i might have a crush on the lead singer maybe oh she gonna Maybe. leave you? That's all she talks about. I do. Just wanting to leave me for all her crushes. I'm sorry, but if it I makes bu- you feel any better, I don't want to leave you. No I, choice. Um, <laughs> they've done two live albums, so I bought the first one. It comes with a DVD. I haven't watched the DVD, but I've listened to the live album probably a dozen times. Yeah. Already, like I listened to it on the way home, and then I'll just start it over again and just listen to it. Yeah. So, very cool. Want yeah. them to go on tour again because I will go see them again. Nice. That's my number four. See an all-time low music in concert. Related. So music. now your number f- your number four better be music related. Uh, it can be. <laughs> so um, I thought ours were mediumly in order. We didn't plan them at, at all. So my number four, the number four thing that I did this year, uh, or that I experienced this year, is the release cycle and release of. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. This is when which, I go and get up and pee. Which has an amazing soundtrack. Over 800 songs. That's music related. <laughs> Tied it up with a cute little bow. Number four. Um, so Smash Brothers is... If I had to rank my top five favorite games of all time, there would be a Smash Brothers in there somewhere. Maybe two of them. It would just be all, all of all, them. All, all five of the Smash games. I have loved Smash Brothers since the very first one came out on the N64. I It was the very first game I ever bought off of eBay. Wow. I, I saved up. Oh, my God. I saved I up to, to get a, my, because I wanted my copy of Smash Brothers so bad. I rented it like three times from uh, the video rental store, which was movie a. Scene? No, it was a uh, grocery store oh. <laughs> that had a movie rental place in it. We, we went to movie scene in London. In London, area. yeah. Um, this was Shop and Save okay. or Stop and Shop, one of those two, uh, in Hudson. Um, so that was like ever since 1999 when that game came out, I have been just insanely in love with this series. I had all the Nintendo systems growing up. I am a giant Nintendo fanboy. 
Mario is one of the my, my favorite game series ever. Zelda mm-hmm. is like master, all of them are masterpieces. Maybe all of them. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm backpedaling on that because there's some bad Game Boy games. Yeah. Um, so the like I love Nintendo. Everything Nintendo, Kirby, Pokemon, and so having all those people smashed together, haha, uh, yeah, nice. was fantastic. Um, I got really into Melee. Um, I had a blast with that game. Me uh, and my uh, three uh, best men, or the, my three groomsmen from my wedding, uh, Brian, John, and Jason, the four of us would get together and play that game all the time. It was a lot of fun, and my best friends ever were in my wedding. <laughs> if you weren't was, in my was, wedding, you're not my friend. I was at your wedding. <laughs> you were in the room. No, I'm just I was, kidding. I was if we room. got married, I say this all the time, if we got married now, you'd be in the wedding party. But um, so there's that. Uh, melee, we got really into it. You were at our tournament. Like I was. That, that tournament is like one of my favorite high school memories in general. I I very specifically remember that tournament, and I remember either you or Brian. I think it was Brian went to the losers bracket. Brian and reset wa- the bracket, and he, and he reset the bracket. He reset the bracket. It was, it was me and Brian in the finals. Yep. I did end up winning, but yes. he reset the bracket re- on me. Re- I remember him. Re- I remember how exciting that was i i lost my first round to someone yeah. i don't remember who we had random people there like they we, they were all people i knew but they were circles that never yeah. interacted with there each other so many people like i i've so brian and bonnie or brother and sister my my best friend's bonnie Dwight's mm-hmm. best friend's brian so like i've been in that house so many times i've never seen that many people in their living room there was at least we were in the basement we were in the living room for part of it. Maybe we were. And then we went to the basement. Right. I think we had to move for because some reason. Because there was too reason. many of us or we were being too loud. No, I just, I've never been in Brian's basement. Oh, oh it's finished. It's awesome. They I've never a, been in it. They used I, to have a pool table down yeah. there. I don't know if it's still there. We used but to play in the basement all the time. Constantly. I have never they been had in like the basement. bean bags and they would have like those block things set up. We yep. would set them up and like run and jump yep. into them. And oh, yeah. That place was great. Um, But yeah, that, that tournament, that melee tournament, yeah. I remember I lost my first game, but I was like, I don't care. Watching these people play Smash is so much fun. Yeah, and it like, was it was just the atmosphere and the energy was amazing. Yep. And that like I really liked Smash, but that's the moment when I fell in love with it yep. and, and with the concept of competing with it. Yep. Um college, I played a fair amount in college. We had like melee tournaments before melee came out in college and I went to those and that was a lot of fun. Before Brawl came out. Uh, before Brawl came yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Um did I say no, You said melee tournaments before melee, melee came out. Before Brawl <laughs> came out. Um and I know Tiffany's gonna rail on me for this. Uh my hype cycle for Brawl was the most excited <laughs> I've ever been for this for one of these games. Um I printed out and we've talked about this on the podcast Ugh. before, but I had printed out um all the character images as each one was being released and I put them on the walls in our common area at our dorm room and I was a total asshole and dick about it but everybody in the in the um, group that was in that uh, in that dorm because it was like a, a pod of four there rooms with eight of us yeah. in there everybody was equally excited for it maybe not as excited as i was um, but everyone was pumped for it yeah. we all played that game to death i went to multiple tournaments i drove um, you guys to a tournament yeah we used to go to tournaments over <laughs> I, drove in you, I went to a couple yeah i drove you you videotaped one of them and people like lost their minds Did I? you you videotaped one of them i put it on the youtube and i linked to it on smashboards like from on the oh, tournament page yeah. and the guy who like ran it was like this is great she's got our new official videographer Blah, blah, blah. And I don't think you ever went to another one, but it was no, a lot of fun. And I did fun. my senior, my senior project for um, production management 
mm-hmm. for a video. I did it on doing a, a producing a, a Smash Brothers documentary. No, that's I still awesome. have that. We should do that. Well, there I had is to, a documentary. There is I had, a great Smash Brothers. But I had to come up with like a budget and mm-hmm. a, a, like a treatment and like all kinds of stuff. And that's, that's awesome. what I did. Do that's you, cool. you don't remember so, that? I don't remember I'll that I'll have at to all. show you. I have Yeah, that's still. cool. So oh, I got gosh. really into Brawl. Really into Brawl. Yep. And then for Smash 4, that game also holds like a really deep yep. um, me- uh, meaning for me because the uh, 3DS version came out the day before Tiffany and I got married. Oh, yeah. oh I, so I, I, I'm well aware. I know, because you guys played it at my wedding, which I love. But I was so, like, so I associate that game with us getting married. So it, it, I really like it, and it makes Thank me you. really happy. That's, um, that's, that's a nice way that's to tie it in. That's the only way he remembers the day yeah. you got married. True. No. <laughs> no it's, the only day, it's the only reason I remember the day Smash came out. Oh. Um, but nice so, save. Thank you. So through um, my hype cycle for all of these other Smash games, uh, I discovered another podcast called Show Me Your News, which is uh, run by a guy in Michigan. Um, so it was basically the concept behind it was – we are so excited for this game. We need some sort of outlet to uh, help pass the time. And so he started going over every single week. And for Brawl, they were having these updates. So every week they were, um, he was going over all the updates on the blog that they were coming out with. Mm-hmm. And I, I listened to that, that show to death. I would re-listen to episodes over and over again because I was just so excited for that game. And they started it back up again for this game. Yeah. Um, so starting in June... Uh, they started doing weekly episodes again, and that's been part of my hype cycle for this. There's a Discord for it that I joined, and I've I'm very like quiet on the internet, so I don't say that much. But I I, I watch some of the trailer reveals with the people, and so the reaction of everybody like getting equally hype for uh, this stuff coming out was an awesome like bonding experience, and it was just a lot of fun to be swept up in this wave of excitement with a group of people as yep. well. And the game is finally out and it's great. Like it could have been a, a giant bomb. It could have sucked like brawl, blah, 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 blah. So far right now, it's been uh, super fun. They got every single character to come back. There's 70 plus characters in smash. What? I like the way you phrase it. They got 70 characters yeah, to come back. No, like no. they were like, I know it's yes, they, they, they almost didn't get cloud. No, like, know, it's but, hard. But, There's but third it parties. makes it sound like they're people. I, I also heard it the same way. I was like, oh, it's just like Avengers. They got they all got the same all the people to come, come back. back. But it is no, hard because no, you have because all these multiple companies. Because there's contracts involved. Yeah. I know. It's just the phrasing of it. Like I'm, like, like Mario had a choice to come back or no, not. You know obviously, I mean? Mario's no, going to be I, in I, it. But. I know that's not what you meant. But it just, like, in my mind, like, I want to imagine it being like that where they were like hey Mega Man you want to play in this game again okay there's been they a sent lot out of invitations yeah. well, they did obviously <laughs> yeah. Waluigi's Jimmy didn't, Neutron didn't, well, no get, yeah Waluigi yeah. and Jimmy Neutron's got lost in the mail and so did Waluigi's but like <laughs> but Joker got one yeah he did we saw it um so yeah I've just been loving it I'm really excited for the game I'm, I'm happy that it's out I've been playing it to death uh tomorrow yep. we have a uh in-house tournament that is not going to be nearly as good as the one we had no. in the past no. but so uh, we started doing these little of smash events uh during breaks and stuff like yep. that smash miss smash started, giving started when smash 4 came out yes it did because uh yeah the year the smash it, 4 came out is when we did smash and it came giving. out right before uh not right before thanksgiving but like a month before thanksgiving yeah. and we did smash giving well yeah because the Wii, the 3DS version came out in October, and the Wii U version came out in November. Yeah. And then once the Wii U version came out, then we did Smash. Then we did Smash Giving. Smash Giving. 
And I, I remember that. And then we like did Smash Miss, Smash and Tines Day, I yeah, think, once. I think we did like a new Smash Year or <laughs> yeah. new Smash Miss Eve we, or something like that. We just take whatever the holiday is that's closest and, and make just, it into Smash. Just make it into Smash. So we need to do more of those this with this game as as well. Um, this game has been a lot of fun. Um, my me, I was down in New Jersey with my buddy Corey uh, when it came out. It's and pronounced friend Cowie. of the show Cowie. Cowie. Friend of the show Cowie, and uh, we stayed up until midnight. And we played it at midnight until like four in the morning. Nice. And it was so much fun. And then he took the day off from work the next day. And we just sat on the couch and played Smash all day. That's uh, awesome. One of his buddies from work also took the day off and came over with his brother, brought a TV, <laughs> and set up his Switch. That it's, sounds like my dream. There, That's so much It was fun. like a LAN party. Uh, it reminded me a lot of like high school, except there was no Mountain Dew, which was really disappointing. Oh. No Code Red. No Code Red. Um, or, or Doritos. Um, Ooh, that's... that's mm. Were Code you Red even and, playing Smash? We need to get Doritos <laughs> for tomorrow. Code Red and Doritos is like in my head mm-hmm. what a land party is yes i 100 like, agree with i that. remember we're going down a rabbit hole but um going down judd's rabbit hole i used to go over to my buddy's my buddy's house and bring my my pc tower i never did that my own stuff. monitor because he didn't have enough monitors a crt monitor <laughs> so like i'm carrying like a ton that of shit's shit heavy mountain dew doritos and we would uh, like four or five people would come over and we would land actually land what games like, <laughs> what games cs source okay um counter-strike yeah okay. counter-strike source that's a gun uh, game right? unreal tournament yes. 2004 oh i liked unreal tournament is that also any a starcraft sh- is that also nope. a shooting game we didn't yes. do starcraft we mostly did cs source and unreal tournament 2004 i'm trying to think of other games that we ever uh quake 4 there you go we did quake 4 uh we did doom 3 um, which had some multiplayer elements I never played to Doom it. 3. Um, cool. But yeah, like that was my my high school experience. Uh, we did City of Heroes, which was awesome. You don't even need to be in the same room. Like there's no way to land it, quote yeah, unquote. Because it's an MMO. Because it's an MMO. It, it was an MMO. But we would want to be in the same room to play the game <laughs> together, which sounds stupid. It's like that episode of South Park. But it's awesome. <laughs> that sounds like fun. That sounds like a, like a blast. So like... I get super excited when we do these parties because it's just like, or whenever a game comes out that many people I know are excited about because it like you can get together and people can bring TV like, like we did down there. People can bring their own TVs and like bring their own systems and hook it all up. And you can just, you don't even need to be playing on the same screen. Just as long as you're near each other playing Playing the the same game. game, It's fun. It is. And 100% is it's, Tiffany is not excited. If that happens at my house, I'm I'm gonna riot. A lot of it might be like our nostalgia for it, like because we remember the days when you had to do that to yep. really enjoy playing a game with someone. I, I remember um, many many all nighters playing N64 four player sc- yep. sc- split screen Perfect Dark Goldeneye yep. Mario Party Mario Kart su- Mario Kart or, uh, Mario Kart 64. 64. Yeah, yeah, so much of that type of stuff. Yep, like it's so much fun. Not like couch co couch games are the best just yeah. no one bring tvs to my house i don't think anyone will <laughs> um mexico has this great uh calling out mexico again he has this great briefcase that has a monitor in it oh that's awesome God. and the bottom half can hold your system so he actually came over my house once and we land um borderlands 2 on ps4 sweet and i had two tvs in my room so my friend justin brought over his 
PS4 and hooked it up to one TV. I was on one TV and Mexico had a briefcase so cool. that had a monitor in it and his system. And all he had to do was plug into the wall. I was like, that sounds like a group of nerds. I was like, why That's did you awesome. invest in this? And he was like, well, it was on sale and I worked at GameStop at the time. So I got an even bigger sale. And he was like, it was stupid not to get it. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Well, but, when you put it like that, well, you're right. <laughs> That's um, awesome. But so, sorry. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, I went down a land rabbit hole, but fine. that's what the Smash events kind of remind me yeah, of. Yeah, they, like, they represent like uh, an older time to me, yep. that type of thing. Like when we get everyone together and we don't even have to be playing Smash, but it's those type of things. And I, I do this every time a new one comes out. I want to like invest some time in it, get pretty good. Um, yep. This one is probably going to end up with a better online than the last one. Yep. So hopefully I can go on there and play some games and, and get pretty decent and okay at it and if there's any ever a tournament in the area there's never any tournaments in new hampshire so like the closest things are like boston, boston and western mass where we went to school yep so it's like really kind of frustrating because i'm like oh man if we were still in school we could be going to these um but that's something that if there are stuff in the area i want to try to make a point to go to them because yeah. that would be a lot of fun even though I know I will get my face rocked and I'm 31 and like the median age for this is like 15. Yep. <laughs> so it's, it's been really fun. Like one of my things that I've really been enjoying is I watch a lot of Twitch in my spare time mm -hmm. just because um, it's good kind of background noise for me. Like when I'm putting away laundry, when I'm cleaning my room, yep. if I'm just like surfing Reddit, I, I'll throw on Twitch and it's been really fun getting back into knowing the players of Smash because, yeah. like, I've been watching Armada stream. I've been watching Mewtwo King. Leffen's been streaming. Leffen's too. been streaming a bunch. And, and Zero. Zero's been streaming a bunch, and he's yeah. like, he's you know, the, the, the number one Smash Four player. Yeah. Watching him stream has been a lot of fun because he's been talking about the tech that's changed and how to I really need to start optimize doing this. the tech because I haven't paid any attention to any of the tech. Um, that's something I need to learn. He's been really good for learning how to play, but like watching Armada play, watching Mewtwo King, Mewtwo King is doing a spiritless hard mode run. Oh, gross. And it's, he's been doing it since um, the game came out. He's still not done, but he's <laughs> doing it. And Salem's just watching him and commentating. That's awesome. <laughs> which has been so cool. And like J um, Jason, uh, Mewtwo King. Yes. He's such a cool guy. He's such like a, a I really like genuine him. guy, and it's so much fun watching him play. Um, Hungry Box has H -box. been fun to watch. I, I saw the the clip of someone being like, someone in the chat was like, "Land a sick rest," and he was just so he immediately mashed down and he got down B and he got one immediately. <laughs> like he read it and then he did it. Yeah, it was, he was like, "Oh my god!" He's my favorite of the gods, um, but. I think Zero is the best person to watch if you want to get good at Smash yes. 5 uh, Ultimate. Zero is a really cool personality as he well. Is. He's he's, a, he's also a very genuinely nice and happy yep. person. So The Scarf Army. Oh, is that that's what, what he I, calls his, uh, his his followers? followers. You like, need like that's one of those things that they tell you to do yep. if you want to increase your brand yep. is label your fans something well it it was easy for him because he, he wears, wears a scarf, scarf all the time the story behind that scarf is like heartbreaking i think because his oh, mom gave it to him i didn't know that. It, like it, it was a gift from his mom and i think there was some sort of emotional beat behind that oh that's why he always wears it oh so i really like zero yeah he's a good dude um but yeah smash ultimate Great game. Yes. Um, Mine, sorry. I've been really enjoying, of the new characters, yep. who's your favorite? Of the new characters that I've played, it's actually shockingly Ridley. 
Really? I, I was not expecting to like Ridley at all. Yeah. I, I've had the most fun playing as Ridley from the new characters. I also enjoy Simon. Yep. Those are the two that I've really liked. So I usually am not a fan of heavy characters. Like Bowser never did it for me. Donkey Kong. I love Charizard. Donkey Kong. That I they don't fit my play style. If you look at the characters I play, I think you know my play style. They're um, retro. <laughs> retro. But like um heavy characters never fit me. Ridley did doesn't quite do it for me. Surprisingly, King K. Rule does. He's like he, the hotness right now. He has now. like a really he has a weird heavy play style and he has ridiculous recovery. Yeah, his uppy is his like uppy is insane. Forever. I've been really liking his gun. Um, but really my, my favorite of the new guys is Simon. I, yeah. I, I've been loving Simon. I haven't played Richter yet, so I don't know how much different what the he differences is, are, yeah. But I, I really like Simon. Um Yeah, it's the game is beautiful, the soundtrack is it's cheating yep. to, to even talk about the soundtrack because it's the it's the it's a selection of the best music yeah. of all time. It, yeah, it's for just video like, games. Hey, um, every character that you can think of from a Nintendo game, we just took all of their soundtracks and yeah. threw them together. So, and yeah. we have two Final Fantasy songs because Square's a bunch of dicks. And you get to, um, I mean, we can all agree that the best song in the game is Vampire Killer. No, in disagree. It's Green uh, Greens. <laughs> Oh, okay. I, 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 that Guile's theme's also really no, good. Green Greens. Green Green. No. Okay. Which one's is that Gourmet? Not Gourmet Race. That's that's like King DDD's theme, I think, or something like that. Ah, whatever. Kirby music is good. Nintendo music is good. My number four was Super Smash Brothers. Ultimate. I thought that was going to be your like number zero, like so great that it's going to be on your list for the next five years. Not well, it will be. I'm trying to get the the media stuff out of the way. Okay, this was my thought process because so life I'll, events are more important. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. stupid excited for Piranha Plant. Yeah, I, the DLC stuff's like, going to be great. He looks so cool. I can't wait for them to announce more DLC characters. Joker. While I have never played Persona Five or any Persona it's a game, cool choice. I'm really excited for what that means for the game. Apparently, the music for Persona is amazing. So that should be really cool yeah um and yeah like tiffany's about to die like her <laughs> eyes are rolling back my in her head s- they're super itchy right now I that's might no have to fun take my contacts out. speaking of the dlc the language that they've used to describe it a lot of people are speculating that's going to be all third-party characters That'd be because cool. of the way that they've talked about like licensing and, and what the what that joker is supposed to be like indicative of the type of dlc we're going to be seeing so who knows what that means? Yeah, I'm hoping for all the things that I asked. I said in my list that didn't actually make it. So Gino, Banjo, and Battletoads. Gino, I'm pretty sure no. I hope, but, but. I think the like I have trouble thinking that uh, a character is going to become a playable character if they already put in a spirit for it. I can see that argument, and the fact that there is no Banjo spirit gets me real excited. But that's for- also Microsoft. Like, there are no Microsoft anything in here. I don't care. Okay. I want Banjo. Fine. So, my number four, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Okay. So, my number four is also a video game. <laughs> it's also Smash Brothers. Let's talk about it for another 20 but minutes. But I want to talk... I don't think any of us are going to have overlap. I mostly want to talk to Tiffany about this game. Because okay. I feel like it's the type of video game that I think Tiffany would enjoy the experience of. No. What's not Overcooked 2? It's not Overcooked 2. Okay. I was trying to figure out what you were doing. It, it's okay. Do I look like the princess? So the game I want to talk about is called Detroit Become Human. Okay. Is so, that okay? So wait. Okay. I, I I talked to you about this game literally when we were watching the game awards. So um, it was 
Go ahead. Detroit I'm, Become it'll... Human is the new game from Quantic Dream, who's a developer that came out in the early 2000s. Um, the the f- co-founder of it was David Cage, and he's been the director of all of their games, I believe. Um, yeah, director and I think writer. Director and writer. So they, they've come out. Their first game, I don't remember the name, but their second game was Indigo Prophecy, which was also known as Fahrenheit. Um, their third game was Heavy Rain. Their fourth game was uh, Beyond Two Souls. And their fifth game is Detroit Become Human. And basically, um, all of these games are story-based games. These are games that, that, that don't really rely too much on their gameplay because their gameplay are really just quick-time events or mm-hmm. it tells you to put in a movement on your joystick. So, like, oh, you open this window. Okay, so move to the right and quarter circle down like very simple it's mostly about immersing you in the characters and their their choices it's so like um until dawn mm-hmm. did you ever watch dwight play? oh yeah so yeah. until dawn is um thematically a very similar game gameplay wise a very similar game so you like walk around you can like move your character around so, yeah, and stuff like you that can move your character around and so um in this game, you play as three different characters. You play as Marcus, who is a an android mm-hmm. who is a uh, a helper android who lives with a uh, an old guy who is in a wheelchair and he helps him around. He he runs errands for him and that sort of thing. You play as Kara, who is a another uh, like a maid android who mm-hmm. um, is also l- more of a nanny. She takes care of the house and also takes care of the child in a house. And then you play as um connor who is a detective android so he works with the police and he's a detective so the very first mission is you're connor you walk into a a crime scene uh where an android has taken a child hostage and you need to figure out how to um take it or solve the situation without the child dying and you get to like walk around and search for things like look at things um pick up photos and investigate them so, sounds like Red Dead. Very Red Dead-y. It's not. <laughs> because it this sounds is like a L.A. Noir. Shit. Because this is good. It it reminds me a lot of L.A. Noir, but cu- like you cut out all the travel stuff, yeah. it basically. So it's um, the great thing about these games for me, and I, the reason I liked Detroit so much is they actually show it to you. Um they show you the tree, the flow chart, as they call it, at the end of each chapter to show you how much... Like where you diverged. Where you where diverged, you how much like certain people... Uh, do you remember Hidden Agenda? Yeah. Okay, this is like yep. a, a good version game. of that. Ooh. That game sucked. So like, that imagine... Real bad. The, the problem with Hidden Agenda was... Was that this year? That was this Top year. Top five yeah. things. That was this year, right? Yeah. yeah. Way early. Two brothers this year? This year? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Good In game. a van. So the problem with Hidden Agenda was... If you did certain things, mm-hmm. it was less satisfying for the game. This and then at the end of the game, it just showed it just, you. Yep. Yeah. It, the great yeah. thing about Quantic Dream games, I mm-hmm. think David Cage is a genius because no matter what you do in the game, you mm-hmm. still feel satisfied. Mm-hmm. You're given the you're given choice. You you get to choose whatever you want. Like um, for Connor, you can decide to be a human-ish android mm-hmm. or an android android. And, like, that will affect how your relationship with other people works. Yeah. So, like, I've played through the game. I've, I've played it, like, two and a half times at this point. 
over the course of like three weeks. Mm -hmm. And I've played through all these different ways. And it's really fun to see like how the interactions change based off of how you role play the character. Like you're like, okay, I'm going to be aggressive the entire time as this character. And you get to see how that affects like how the game plays. So it's really fun. It's really about the story and immersing yourself Mm -hmm. in the story. It's not hard to play. It's basically like watching a movie, but when because you're given those inputs, you feel like you're part of it. And like Heavy Rain's one of my favorite games of all time, probably at this point. Uh, I've played it like six or seven times. I love it. And this made me feel very similar to how I felt the first time I played Heavy Rain. Um, it's just it's it's a really great game. Um, nice. I think that's the kind of game that I could see you playing mm-hmm. or just like sitting with Dwight, Dwight and watching him play. Yeah. play. Yeah. I think it would be like, um, my sister never plays video games. Yep. She plays like Mario Kart, Mario party. Mm-hmm. I got her to play heavy rain because, uh, because like I, I bought it yep. and she owned a PS three. This was back. Uh, she owned a PS three for the Blu-ray player. I bought yep. the game and I was like, I want to play this game. And I played it and she watched me. She was like, man, that was really cool. And I was like, do you want to play it? And she's like, sure. And I just watched her play it. Mm-hmm. And it was really fun to watch her make different choices for me or like fail a quick time event that I didn't fail and see how that affects the game. Hmm. Because like your characters can die. Oh, yeah. I, I remember people saying like one of my main characters died in like the second mission and like they just were gone for the entire rest of the oh game. So that is a quote i'm gonna say quote unquote problem in uh heavy rain one of your Mm -hmm. characters can die pretty early but in detroit because your androids there's a little Mm -hmm. more leeway on how on how you die you can die like i i've gotten every character to die (laughs) (laughs) it's Um, like when i played uh, until dawn until dawn i've gotten every character to die and they can die in different missions and in different ways which is really cool um but I don't think it detracts from the game That's cool. in any way if one of the characters dies. It it just it carries more mm-hmm. weight for when you're playing the game. Now in Heavy Rain, um, I know there's like a central mystery around a specific killer, yep. origami killer, I think it's called. Yep. Is there something like that in this game where if you know the ending, it kind of detracts from the earlier playthroughs? Or no. No. Okay. Um, this so the plot of this game is basically, um, androids. There are androids across the city and really across the country that are experiencing a malfunction in their software that is causing them to, um, like attack or kill humans. Mm. And Connor is the detective that has been, uh, the android detective that has been tasked with finding out why this is going on. And he's teamed with Clancy Brown plays a, <laughs> a, a like a hard boiled detective. Nice. And um, he's, they're paired together to figure out what's going on and they're in Detroit. And then it's really just about that hmm. um, from all different sides. So it's like, um, it's really cool. Nice. I, I really enjoyed it. That would I be think, something that I'd be interested in doing. I think that would be a lot of fun. I like I, I honestly think it's something that you would play and enjoy because I, there's really not much to it yeah, and yeah. um it's it, it's really about the story. I, and like 
a good story keeps me immersed in a game. I have. I think it's the weakest of their games, from what I understand. But I have Beyond, Beyond Two, Two Souls because it was a PS Plus yep. game. So we have that if you ever want to give that a shot. Why were we talking about this um, when we watched the Game Awards? Because that was, I got sucked into. It was for a some nom- It was nominated for a bunch of. It was awards. nominated for a lot of stuff, and when it came on, I told you what it was about, or yeah. I told you how those style of games. What were. was my reaction to it? Oh, I think you were just like, "Oh, it's like." Until I was like, "It's until dawn." So your reaction was, "Oh, that's cool," because you like because I liked until watching dawn. that. Okay. Yeah, it's. It's really fun. It's not quite as complicated as Until Dawn because yeah. there were so many characters in Until Dawn. Yeah. This one, there are three main characters that you play as, and then each of them has a small supporting cast. So, like, Connor has one character, or Connor has two characters, and Kara has two characters as supporting characters. And then, like, uh, Marcus has, like, ten Um <laughs> And it's really fun just to go through and just be like, oh, how would it be different if I did responded to this question differently? And it's crazy how different it gets. Um, it's really fun. Like, I love those games because of their replayability. And mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy just having somebody else play it after I've played it because then I can just be like, I can sit back and be like, I'm watching a movie. And it's going to be different. No matter what happens, it's guaranteed going to be different than the time I played it. There's no way that if I played and then Tiffany played, she'd play it exactly the same as me. That is awesome. So that's why I like those games so much. Mm. Um, I've had so much fun playing Detroit. I was originally going to buy it when it came out uh, this May. Middle of the year, yeah. May or June. But it was right after I lost my job and I didn't know if I could afford to spend $60 on a brand new game. So I it's wait. gotta be cheap at this so point. So I waited. It was 20 bucks when I Black bought it Friday, um, yeah. on Black Friday. And uh, then I immediately played it. And I knew I was going to like it because I, I, I loved... I remember being excited for it when it came out. I was excited for it when they showed the trailer at E3 two years ago. Is that part of the Lost episode? I think it is. It might be. I think it's Ooh, part of the Lost it might episode. Be. Um, I was super <laughs> the excited. mythical episode. the trailer for it was the first mission. They actually showed pretty much the entire first mission. Um, and I got super excited for it back then. And then when I knew it was coming out, I was like, oh, my God, I really want to get it. Um, and then I didn't get it because, you know, I didn't know if I, yeah. could, I could afford it. And then I just waited on it. I knew it was probably going to make my, like, year-end greatest just because, like... It's like me and Smash Brothers. That, that genre really appeals to me. Um, I don't know what you call the genre, but like Heavy Rain, uh, Indigo Prophecy, Until Dawn, it, e- even L.A. Noir, they all fit into this. It's very Telltale style yeah, game. Telltale um, games. Yeah, that's also. I, I, I think that they're called not, not visual novels, but they're because there's more gameplay to yep. them than visual novels. But it's something along those yeah. lines. I don't know what you call the genre, but it's probably my favorite <laughs> video game genre. So I should probably learn the name of it. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. Um, but like I said, David Cage is an absolute genius. Like he, I know he wrote and directed Heavy Rain and um, Detroit Become Human. And I really admire him for what he put together because they, these are such elaborate games where you have to think about how does each option that we're giving the player affect what could happen next? And they've thought it all through, like him and his team. I'm not saying he does it on his own, but like, it's so cool 
going through and looking at the flow chart and being like, oh man, if I had done this slightly differently, I would have been all the way over here on the flow chart with all this crazy, with all this crazy things. shit going on. Like there were a few missions because after every mission, it shows you the flow chart. There were a few missions I finished thinking like, man, I, I did everything there was to do in that. And then I'd look and there's a huge chain off the side that I completely missed. And I'm like, what? How do I get there? I was like, how do, how do I do that? There was one that I was trying to do right before I came in here. I was, there was one mission where I was like, oh, I wonder how I get that tiny. There was like a tiny break off mm -hmm. for like a really long mission. And I'm like, how do I, I was trying to figure out how to die. Cause I was like, that's the only way that this could end so quickly. Yeah. And I just could not figure huh. it out. I'm so excited to figure that one out. <laughs> nice. Uh, the Wikipedia has them as episodic graphic adventures. So graphic adventures. Graphic adventures. Or point and click adventures. But yep. that's... Point eh. and click is... Yeah. I, I Because they were... They came off of yes. that type of stuff. Yes. But um, yes. Detroit Become Human. Um, I think if you're into that sort of genre, you will enjoy the game. Um, if you're not, you might even still enjoy watching somebody play the game. It's, it's really, uh, I love it. Nice. So that's my and number, number four. four. Detroit Sweet. Become Human. So Tiffany, number three. We're on number three. I know. I know. And I'm trying to, I have an order, but I'm like, uh, I don't know if I want to mix it up. I'm mixing up my order on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, are nice. you? So. Um, mine never had an order. I lied. <laughs> well, what? <laughs> Well, I'm trying to, I was trying to think of the things that were most impact, not, not least to most impactful, but like, if that makes sense, no, like I bowling's kind of like a, you know, seeing a concert, least, bowling's also least like, to most emotional. Yeah. Bowling's oh, well, also that's, like, def that's definitely not how I've structured my list <laughs> at all. <laughs> bowling's also like your fourth year of doing it. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, eh, yeah, 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 yeah. Who cares um, anymore? Really? Fuck all those people. Well, well, what I'm I not guess, on the team. What yeah. I guess oh, they wow. mean is like a long, like what's okay. Fine. Number <laughs> number three. When I get to my number two and number one, it'll make more sense how I structured it. Like the number one thing is something that's like a potential thing that's like the greatest thing of your life. <laughs> like a years long thing, and right. number two is probably a thing that's like a years long thing. Like number three is an event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm following you. That is a one time event. Right, right. That is very important. And so what is it? Very emotional. I'm. Yeah, let I'm her build building it up. the suspense. Yeah. People are really excited right now. They're uh, sitting on their edge of their seats. They paid for the whole seat, but they only need the edge. <laughs> And it's something that is a one-time thing, and it and it will have lasting effects. But it's only a one. It's only one day, a wedding I day. I mean, you assume it's only one. Well, yeah, we hope. But it's a wedding day, and it's not my wedding. My sister got married. What this summer? Your, what your sister got Holy married? Shit, what? I wasn't aware. I was there, so I know. Oh, were you in the wedding party? No, no. I wasn't invited. It was huh. very rude of them. <laughs> I sat in the and, back row. And the reason I'm not putting this at number one is because it's one, it's not really about me. And two, it's not some, it's one day. It's one day and it's a big party and whatever. Um, and it's not something that's going to affect me 15 years from now. Or will it? Or will it? Might. It, it might. Yeah, Your you sister and her wife will still be in our lives yes, three years. Yes, but, but years the now. wedding, the wedding itself. So it's not, I'm not talking about a marriage. I'm talking about 
a wedding. Yes. The experience of the a wedding. wedding. Yes. I'm following so you. So that's did why. They pl- did they play Space Jam? Uh, no. no. But also, I was drunk for most of the evening. It was the drunkest you've yes. ever been. But that's not why I want to talk so about it. so he's told me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but this took up most of my year. It was the reason why we really didn't do much this summer. And, like, I don't think I spent any time outside or did anything because I was the maid of honor. And Matron of honor. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I, I knew that was going to be your reaction, which is why I said it. I And I don't care if people are like, that's not, you're the matron of honor. You can go fuck off, too, listeners. Wow! Wow! I'm Hostile just... to our no re's. <laughs> I'm trying to trying to come up with a Re- name refunders. for uh, refunders. Refunders, yeah. Our refund the refunded. The refunded. There we yeah. go. Our refunded. Because it's just a title and it doesn't matter because it's not about me. But anyway, um, I'm just writing some some notes. Yeah, you took things. a lot of notes for this. Well, yeah, because it was a big, it was a big thing that took up a lot of my time. Mm-hmm. Um. I put more into my sister's wedding than I put into our wedding, Dwight. Like, if I'm being honest. Yeah, no. Um, Makes perfect sense. So I'm not even saying that sarcastically. No, no. I put, like, when we got married, I was like, I just want to get married because I don't care about a wedding. It's the marriage that's important. It was the marriage, and it was, was, like, the fact that we were doing it together, and we were, Mm -hmm. like... It didn't matter if everything failed that yeah, day. Yeah, I didn't care. It, it was for us, and it was our moment. Exactly. But this is something for someone else, and you want it to go good you for wanted them. To go, you wanted it to go really well. So right. for my sister's wedding, so I was the maid of honor. So we did a bachelorette party. We went to a drag show in Boston with my mom and my We talked my about aunt. that we on talked the podcast. About that. Yeah. I so forgot I about that. Yeah, we talked about that. It was super, super fun. So I got to plan that. Um, I did all of the crafts or a lot of crafts. So I spent a lot of this summer taking apart pallets and doing some woodworking and I made signs and I made heart shaped signs and I painted and I stained. You took apart the pallets? Well, Dwight took apart the pallets. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Just checking. That's a very, that's a very married couple (laughs) argument right there. Dwight took apart the pallets and the broken apart pallets sat outside in the snow for most of the winter. (laughs) Let's be honest. I didn't really start working on these fully until like July because I like to procrastinate. But I got to do some woodworking, which is real cool. Nice. Um, And those are things that are in all of their pictures and out for everybody to see. So that was really cool. I'm just going through my my notes. notes. Yeah. She took notes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can see some of like that one down there she made was her practicing for the wedding. Not, no, I made that two years ago. Oh, well, fuck was me. Was not then. practicing. Yeah, way fuck you. But way just, off. just think, you know, getting to, to, yeah, way off. Just practicing some of those those things. And I did all of the invitations for bridal shower, their wedding, the wedding, um, all that um, response cards and all that. I did those in Photoshop um, and bought some. Like, I put a lot of time... And a lot of energy into this wedding. It was insane. Um, and it went amazingly. Well, and that's the other thing I want to talk about is, and I think I already talked about it, but just the weather broke and it was like raining all day. And that was really cool. And being able to give a speech was really cool. And I haven't, they got their video back and I haven't watched it because I don't want to cry because that's what's going to happen. Um, but I think the above and, and, beyond anything else is the fact that so my sister married a woman 
and seeing people like my grandmothers and mm. extended family members and members of Aaron's family and they're coming from like more of that Western Mass, very conservative yep. um, type family and just seeing everybody come together and nobody said anything negative. Nobody boycott. You know what I mean? Right. Everybody was there. Everybody enjoyed themselves. Everybody was supportive and seeing my sister, who's not very open about that stuff at all. You know, she's very like my sister never like officially came out and all this. So she's not as. It was just one day she was dating. Aaron, <laughs> yeah. Which is so, how, it, how it went. <laughs> pretty much. So she's never been as open about that stuff. So to see them, you know, in front of all these people, like, yep. you know, professing their love for one another. It was just such a cool moment. It was beautiful. To be, it really, it really fucking was. And it was just like so beautiful and magical. Um, and then I got really drunk. Why wasn't I invited? Because <laughs> uh, you don't know them. I yeah. I went to the beach with Aaron. You did. You did. You did. So we met Aaron once, and we met her, and then immediately went to the arcade. Yes, yeah. that was a, that, that's why that beach, day. Day. beach day. Beach <laughs> day, which um, we talked about on here. But yeah, I mean, there's really nothing else. I mean, it's a wedding, so you know, and you guys don't really know my sister and did Aaron. They so play I, Space Jam? No, you <laughs> didn't. I made them both cry. Did they play Space Jam at your wedding? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, they've never played Space Jam at a wedding <laughs> that I've been to. It's been very bummy. If I ever get married, mm. when big, you big get if, married. big if, when mm. you get married, I will make married. sure they play Space Jam more than once. That'll be you. You better that better be your first dance, <laughs> Space Jam. Oh my God, Dwight and I have a, a I don't know, slam jam. I don't it. know if I'll ever be able <laughs> to meet someone that would agree to that. We have an alternative uh, first dance song that Dwight found, and I was like, that was a missed opportunity. The, the song. Hey, the Everybody Ludo one? get up. Oh. It's time to slam now. We got a real thing going now. Welcome to the Space It's jam. like an acoustic version of Space Ooh. Jam. Ooh. It's a really, really cute song. I can um, that. But yeah, it was a wedding. It was really great. I made them both cry. It only, it only made number three on my list. No, I'm just wow. kidding. Wow. <laughs> and then, you you well, made them cry? Yeah, I wrote yeah. something really sweet on their Facebook wall Aww. at the beginning of the day. And it's like one of those things where, I don't know if you know me, but I am... I know uh, you. I'm a pretty... Quiet person in yeah. general, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to like interacting with others and like forming connections with others right. and telling so, people how you feel about it, that. Yes, and so not that like I've never, not that I'm like ever like been not on good terms mm-hmm. with with Taylor or or Aaron. Yeah, um, but we've never been like particularly close. Right. So the fact that I it, they I don't think they were expecting it from me. Right. Mm-hmm. I, it was very sappy, very sweet. Yes. And like Aaron was like, Dwight, you made me cry this morning. Fucko. Yeah. She, she didn't say well, you that. are a fucko. Yeah. We all um, we all can agree to that. Yeah. The only other thing I wanted to add is that I was more depressed after this wedding than after our wedding was over. You don't remember how depressed you were. Because you were blackout drunk. No, no, <laughs> but no, no, no. That no. night. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the three days after this wedding where I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to go to I work. Know. I didn't want to take a shower. I was legitimately depressed I'm, 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 for days. Man, I had to I force... can't wait to get to my number one. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. But it really, really took a lot yeah. out of me emotionally. And it's like you build up for this thing. They were engaged for a year and a half. And it was just like a year and a half of this was my life. And now it yep. was over. And I didn't know what to do with myself. And it was really, really strange. I've never really had that feeling of not wanting to be a person anymore. Mm. But that was, the, that was that next. Not the next day. It was the Monday going back to work. I yep. didn't want to be a person. Yeah. I was like, I just don't want to exist right now. It's a hard feeling to it deal with. really, really really sucked so you're a good person Alex 
We love you here. Yeah. But yeah, but that's, it, it's just a really emotional thing. But it's over and life goes on and. Life does go yeah. on. It does. Even I'm not when depressed you do, anymore. Even when you don't want it to. Even it still goes on. Even when you don't want to get Alex, we love you. <laughs> Please don't die. Wow. So, Dwight, what's your number three? <laughs> Wait, so you got to wrap it up. My number three is Taylor's wedding. So, my number three <laughs> yes. um, is actually yes. something that uh, happened pretty recently for me. Oh, yeah? Um, so You finally lost your virginity. I did. It yes! was the best. <laughs> High fives. <laughs> Tiffany. Wow. Kabam. Wow. Um, wow. So... I've talked about this before on here. Uh, it's the plays that I did this year. Yeah. So I really can't bury that lead. Um, so <laughs> last, the last play I did before um, the la- before the two that I just recently wrapped up uh, was a year ago. It was in November, o- October and November, and was it was that fractured fairy tales or no? It oh. was uh, death, death by, by dessert. dessert. Oh. It was a, a silly murder mystery. Oh, okay. Yeah, Fra- Fractured Fairy Tales was like the first one I did with that group in like 2016 or 17. Okay. Um, so and it was the Brothers Grimm Sp- yeah, Brothers Spectacular. Grimm Sorry, I just call it Fractured Fairy Tales because that's some basically reason. what it is. <laughs> um, so it, the last time I did a show was uh, right uh, as my both of my grandmothers passed away during the show. So yep. it was a little bit of an emotional wreck type of moment. And um, so I didn't do anything all year until... I got asked in the middle of summer by uh, a guy named Greg, who is going to be at Smashmas tomorrow, and he actually listens to the show. So hi, Greg. Um, hi, Greg. He, he, hi, Greg. He messaged friend me. Friend of the podcast, and, Greg. And friend of the podcast, Greg. I don't know him. He's not a friend of my podcast. Acquaintance of the podcast, Greg. <laughs> and he messaged me and asked me uh, if Tiffany and I wanted to do a show that he was stage managing. And I said yes. Tiffany said no. Um because I suck at acting. And it was... I think uh, you're a great actor. You've never seen me in a show. You act every day. Mm. You act like you like me. Got I mean oh, Dwight. Act you. like I you like Dwight. Me. Come on. That's the, that's the, that's the softball there. Yeah. Yeah, nailed, nailed, the it. nailed it. Lob. <laughs> I brought it back. Um, so it was a... Was that even on the podcast that we were talking about? That? This one? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think we were talking about lobs on the podcast. Regardless. <laughs> I was recording. So... Um, <laughs> We, he asked me to do it. It was a original production of uh, War of the Worlds. I know I've talked about this on this this year. Yep. Um, and it was basically the whole broadcast of uh, Orson Welles' War of the Worlds, and I got to play a drunk hillbilly, and it was uh, fun. It was a really great experience because I haven't been on stage in something that wasn't like a schlocky murder mystery mm-hmm. in forever. Yep. So uh, it was like a really great experience to get back into – the swing of real theater, and I got paid for it, which was a first. Yes. I think I've talked about that, yes. but so I'm, I was officially a paid actor, which is a surreal moment to yep. me, and it was just a lot of fun. And then I also did another um, show with the the group that we do mm-hmm. a lot of work with, um, and I got to. I don't want to toot my no, own do horn. It. Toot your own yeah, horn. toot your own horn. Please but do. The comments and feedback that I got specifically from that show were nothing short of phenomenal. Yep. Like I made people laugh legitimately. I got a somebody came up to me mm-hmm. after one of the shows and it was a very um farcical show. Yep. Um it was a courtroom courtroom farce. drama yeah. farce. Uh I ended up getting drunk halfway through it, blah blah blah, and I, I was all over the place. A guy came up to me after one of the shows, uh, shook my hand and said, Tonight I it was like I watched uh, Chris Farley be reincarnated on stage. Wow. And I was like, holy wow, shit, bro. That is a compliment. Yeah. First off, are you calling me fat? No. I, I, I mean, yes. he was. He was. Yeah. Second off, that was like 
it's such a nice and amazing yeah. compliment. It made me feel really good about myself. And you were like, "You're nicer to me than my wife has ever been." True. Um, I saw your show three times and laughed. She did every, every time. time. And so it was, it was a nerve wracking show because yep. it was like down to the wire for that one. We didn't know if we were even going to have a show because right. we were having issues with lines. Everyone was kind of stressed out. It was, it was, a, it was a rough startup. But as soon as we got on stage at the Tupelo which is a concert hall where literally two days before we performed, Art Garfunkel was on yep. that stage. Yep. <laughs> so like, it's a legitimate venue. Um, we sold it out. Uh, we, awesome. we played to over 400 people, over 300 people. Yeah, 400 didn't, they, people. didn't they open a part of the theater that wasn't originally? They, yeah, they, they opened the um, back seating, like the back concert seating because it's a dinner show. Yep. So we had sold out all the dinner seats and they opened up additional seating in the back. So we had over 400 people in the theater. That's cool. It was... Um, I don't know if it's the largest show. Uh, it was largest audience I've ever played. Oh, oh not you, um, but, the, but that it was group, yeah. fantastic. Yep. Um, the the show was electric. It worked out perfectly. So just that whole experience of getting back up on the stage after basically a year hiatus, mm-hmm. um, helping out behind the scenes. I helped out at another show behind the scenes over the summer. Um, it's just been really fun i want to do more acting in general in the future i'm I'm really enjoying it um i actually one of the guys who was in the show with me uh this last show uh he likes to to do short films and movies so uh while we were doing the the show he asked me if i would star in his next little short film that he's going to be producing Mm -hmm. so i've got that lined up that should be enjoyable and fun um i hope so I'm, i'm really looking forward to trying like acting from and not worrying about everything else. Whenever right. I've done film, it's always been like I'm the director, I'm the, I'm the writer, writer, I'm yeah. lighting it, mm-hmm. I'm I'm the one shooting it, blah blah. blah. I'm yep. looking forward to just like I will sit in front of a camera and you tell me what to do. Yeah, I'm but looking your forward short to films that. are so good. They're okay. I want to make more. I love Death of a Sale. What was it called? Yeah, Death of oh, a Sale. Oh, the ones we did for I, like the the weekend. Yeah, I ones. love Death of a Sale. Yeah, Judd is the main star of that. That one, one is. So funny. Death of a Thank Sale you. is real good. Um, I want to make more shorts. I we um over uh, Thanksgiving break. I, I tricked Dwight into buying me a camera. Tiffany nice. bamboozled me into buying a <laughs> a pretty nice camera. It was a Canon 60D. Bamboozled yep. me. Yes, she did. <laughs> I did. Because well, she comes up to me at one point. Uh, she she sent me a link uh, for a Black Friday deal for a Canon Rebel T6. And I don't really like, know anything about tech specs, so okay. that's, yeah. It's a lower-end camera, and she was like, hey, this might be a good thing to invest in. We've had our camera for eight years now, blah, blah, blah. Maybe mm-hmm. we should maybe think about getting another one. And I looked at it, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. And so then she set the bug for me, and I started researching cameras, and I was like, well, if we're going to get them, we're going to get this, blah, 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 blah. So I ended up dropping not a small amount of money mm-hmm. on a much better camera than the one she originally wanted me to get. Nice. Uh, but same-ish price point. But also, I was the one that clued you into the fact that, that we got... So we got a, a camera body that was like the model better than the one I had used at work that was really good. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that was the whole pro- uh, yeah. the whole idea behind it. So it's, it's a very good camera. Um, so I'm really looking forward to using it in some capacity next nice. year. So I, I want to do more little shorty it. things. We should, we should make a no refunds uh, short. <gasps> I agree. Yeah. I 100% agree. No we refunds get, short film. We're all actors here. We could do it. We are. I Alex mean, is uh, the best actor among yeah. us all. Uh, no, you're the best actor among us all. I've been paid. Yes, you've been paid. So 
I I no. won the default Charlie my senior year because I was the only male actor. In, <laughs> I I tied for the Charlie. Ooh. It was it was a tie, but the only reason was because the other guy who got it had been doing it for like. He was in all four years. Yep. I only did my senior year. Yep. And so it was like, Dwight deserves it, yep. but this other guy had been here, here for the whole time, so they felt bad, so we tied for it mm. because it was a very political thing, but yes. I really won. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, knowing this other person, you were the better actor. I won the Charlie. Nice. Uh, fair and square yeah. over no yeah. one. Hey, hey, winning's hey. winning. Yeah. Is it? Ask our president. Wow. <laughs> Very political. Wow. Um, so, um, so I, I, I had a a blast doing the shows. I want to do more. It was just so much fun. I might actually try my hand at directing at some point. Um, oh, do cause, it. Because yeah. Kat, uh, mm-hmm. the, the person who directed this last show for us, there were moments where she's not a big fan of directing in general. It was kind of she. This was, was her first time too. It was her first time and it was kind of thrust on her. Yep. So she was kind of unprepared. And there were certain moments where I was like, hey, can we do this? And she was like, that's a great idea. Mm. You'd be really good at directing. And I was like, eh, you I and know. I should co direct a show. We, should, that, we probably could. Like, uh, we know enough uh, companies that we could probably get into someplace. I would Maybe. be in that show. You would be in yeah. that show. Yeah. Okay. You do the lead. Nepotism. I, w- awesome. I wouldn't cast her in the lead. Ouch! I'd cast myself in the lead. I'd be a one-man show. I'd cast you in the lead, and we would, and I'd be the co-lead, <laughs> yes. and we would just co-direct <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> now, Alex, I want you to move your hand more like this. Yes. Okay. And Fair. then I tell you what to do. Exactly. Then... It'd be amazing. Wow. And it was just the two of us the just, whole time, just locked in a room, <laughs> just two yelling at each other in a van. In a and Tiffany can be in it too, but yeah. no speaking lines. Yes. No. I'll be the van driver. There we go. The getaway driver. She, yeah. she has a really who's, pretty voice though. Who's had your th- vocal cords uh, cut? <laughs> So My mouth has been sewn shut. Are there we going to write this show too? Uh, we're writing it right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so my number three, all the plays that I did this year, theater related, and I'm looking forward to doing more in the future. That is my number three event of this year. Solid. Number three, three, three. So thank you, Greg, is what that comes down to. Yes, thank you, Greg, whoever you are. Hey, Alex, what's your number three? So my number three is something we've already talked on the pod, uh, about on the podcast. Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, it's my favorite movie that came out this year. I had. I was way off. I loved that movie. I had so much fun. Um, for those of you who don't remember, I know I talked about it on the last time. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the Mission Impossible franchise. Ever since Mission Impossible 4, I've just been obsessed with these movies. I think they are some of the best action movies ever made. Mission Impossible 6, which is Fallout, just blew my mind. Like, I went in with high expectations and it exceeded them. It was absolutely phenomenal. I immediately went out and saw it again like a couple days later because I was just like so enthralled. I needed to see it again. Um, I went and I brought my friends, Bonnie and Jesse, and we went and saw it again. And it was just as good the second time. Um, It's such a good movie. I I cannot speak highly enough about the franchise as a whole. If you like action movies, you're doing yourself a disservice by not (laughs) watching these movies. I really need to catch up on 4, 5, and 6. I haven't seen the... I've seen... One and two. I never saw three, but like from what I understand, four, five, and six is when they became like their own self-contained yes. things. So I I like three. I think three's good. It's the it's, Abrams it's one. It's the right? Abrams one. If you like Abrams movies, I can't see why you wouldn't like it. Um, two is terrible. One has not aged well. Four, five, and six are amazing. Um, five and six especially because they're connected stories, which is the first time they've actually done that. Um really works out like really really well um 
Mission Impossible Fallout. That's all I really have to say about it that I haven't already retreaded from. Yeah, if you if you want to hear Alex's initial raw response, go uh, dig up the episode where we talked about it, which was the one with Judd, yep. which was probably called Going Down Judd's Judd Rabbit, Rabbit Hole. Hole. I think so. Um, yeah. Maybe? I I almost put on, instead of Mission Impossible Fallout, even which was my favorite movie of the year, I almost put on, not 2001 A Space <sighs> Odyssey, um, I made guesses as to what my, Alex's would be. My experience watching A Quiet Place in theaters. Because I was in like a packed theater and no one made a fucking peep. Which <laughs> never happens in a theater. I can see how that would it, be amazing. It like blew my mind. It, that was like a crazy experience. But Mission Impossible Fallout was just something else. Uh, the movie was just, oh man. I can't wait to watch it again. Is is it out on? It just came out on Blu-ray. Uh, oh, couple, not VHS. A couple weeks ago, VHS. <laughs> Laserdisc yeah, just came out on Laserdisc. <laughs> on, on... I still have a functioning Laserdisc player. That's awesome. And have a bunch of Laserdisc. Did it come out on a self-destructing floppy disk? Ooh. No, no. Ooh. It came out on Betamax though. Nice. Yeah. Ooh. Eight track. So Soundtrack. my number three. <laughs> yeah. Three, three, three. Is Mission Impossible Fallout. Nice. So, Tiffany, what is your number two? You want to guess? Number two. Your number two I is, know what this is. Um, the Duke you dropped this morning. No. <laughs> no. I've had some real I, bad poops today. I know what her other twos are. I know what her, her <laughs> last two are. I know what not been one solid. of them is. I think it's going to be the one that we specifically talked about to d- earlier today. I think it's going to be the other one. <laughs> okay. Okay. So... <laughs> Dwight might be kind of right, so um, I'm not going to super harp on it because you guys all know and I talk about it all the time. Um, my running season oh, is... That's what I thought it was going to be. ...is number I two. I think the thing you're thinking about is an honorable mention you're thing. You're probably right. Nice. Yeah. Um, Wait, you run? Yeah. I run. I move my body and, it, <laughs> and, and I cover miles. It's not very fast, but there is some... Some some slight running involved. Slight. Um, So, yeah, I do a lot of running. I found um, uh, running a few years ago and just kind of every year do a little bit more and do more crazy stuff. And I continue to love it and want to challenge myself more. So this year, just wrapping things up. Although I said, oh, I did already did my last 5K, but I've already like added two more onto that. So nice. who actually knows? Sounds like um, for the for, in this year, you have two more 5Ks. No, no, this but year? I was saying like oh, okay. my I was I was supposed to end like Thanksgiving was going to be my last race, and yeah. then I was like, oh, I'll do this other one, and then I was, and then someone asked me to do another one, and I was like, okay, yeah. so now I think I'm done. Oh, uh, okay, but, but who knows? Who knows? I follow have, you. Have you uh, <laughs> hit any pers- personal records? Hit any personal records this year? I did. Yeah. Uh, so this year, I, know, I was saying it for, for the uh, is leading the audience. Yeah. Uh, so this year, um, one of my goals was to run a sub thirty minute five k. Yeah. Which is three point one miles, if you don't know. And um, it took me until when was that race? Let me look it up because I I actually keep track of all of my stuff. So that would have been uh, between August and September. Mm -hmm. So basically it took me the whole, almost the whole year to do it. And I, um, it was 29.43. So I just did it. 
and it felt so fucking good. Yeah. So good because I was like, I want to do this just once to say, because I'm not fast. Yeah. We'll reiterate. Right. I am not fast. Um, and that goal had kind of eluded me for the last four years since I did my first 5K, and that was really, it felt really cool. So I did that. I'm real proud of that. Nice. So I'm pretty good with PRs. If I get any faster, cool. If I don't, I don't really care. because. Do, do you have any <laughs> personal goals for next year? Um, I really, 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 really want to run a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour half marathon. Two and a half hours. So my my best right now is two hours and 40 minutes. Um, I did something crazy this year and ran four half marathons in six weeks. Um, Sounds like you. That's pretty nuts. (laughs) Like you. um, Yeah. Can you give me, can you give us the numbers of how many half marathons, how many Mm -hmm. races you ran before this year and how many you ran this year? I love the questions. Yeah. So I counted, I did this the other day. I have run 40 races overall since 2014. 2013 was my first race. We did the the black light. I did that. No, I didn't. No, Gina did it. I watched that. Um, so 2013, October 2013 was my first 5K. And since then, I've done 40 races total. This year, I did 20. So half of the races I've done have been this year. See, that's insane that's to a me. Lot. That's, that's crazy. It's a lot of money. That's crazy crazy and it's it's i didn't like you know every time i kind of get mad at you for spending money on games i have to also think about all the money that i spend on races yeah but at least you're doing something to better yourself (laughs) whereas he's just you know i can play those games anytime they're sitting on my shelf right now i know i know i know (laughs) i know what Um, you mean though i'm just making a dig you're you're being an ass i know but i did i think the craziest thing i did this year was running four half marathons in six weeks and the thing that was the most crazy is that the races got easier yeah so i did i did two back-to-back weekends and then i had a week off and then i did another one and there was a week off and there was another one um and by the last one my recovery time was like hours like within the like yep. the next week i was like oh cool let's go grocery shopping like, and i was 100 percent fine i remember the first time you ran a half marathon you were debilitated for dead. like three days. It was dead. So it, it's insane how your body has been able to recover as you've done more of them. Yeah, um, and I was really, really afraid going into it. Like I was going to hurt myself or I was going to, you know, it was going to be really painful or whatever because people say, oh, running so bad for your knees and all that stuff. And then I felt stronger every race. I didn't yeah. get any faster. Um, also had more bathroom emergencies than ever uh, running. Poop. Poop. Yeah, a lot of a lot of poop. A lot of number twos. A lot of, lot of poops. Deuces. <laughs> nice. But it just feels really good to do something that other people can't do or a lot of people don't want to do, I guess. It's just like us. It, like you guys. Shots and fired. most I, other I feel people personally attacked. But when you, you tell have s- been. But when you tell somebody, Oh yeah, I'm doing a half marathon, like people are really impressed by that. That is really they're, impressive. they're either impressed or the response is why would you do that? Yeah. That's get, really obnoxious. Why would you I do get that more to people though that are like, "Wow, that's amazing!" Yeah. And the fact that you know, I started running in 2013, and the fact that this, as of this year, I've done 11 half marathons is pretty crazy. That and how crazy. many had you done before this year? Six. So you, I did five this year. Yeah. So you basically doubled. You doubled everything. I this basically year, doubled everything nuts. this year. So it's it's just really cool. And I've and I've gotten um, Gina Dwight's sister into running and doing yep. things and other people. She's doing them on her own um, now. 
Yeah. And my, my mom came up and sister and Aaron came up when we did a, um, the Santa race in Manchester. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, right before s- coming to my show. <laughs> Dwight and I are yep. going to do a 5K next yeah. year. I did two this year. We're going to do three 5Ks <laughs> next year. <laughs> but I've become, I feel like that gateway person for people who are like, I've even had people message me on Facebook like, hey, I know you run. I've like been thinking about doing a race. Like, how would you go about doing it or like I did one with Carissa and and I've done you know I did a couple with Renee too she did the half marathon and it's like really neat to and I I don't know if this is like this for you guys when you tell people about games and movies and stuff Uh, no I actually have a good comparison yeah Um, but it feels like that like I'm the person that people go to if they have questions about running that just happened to me the other day someone messaged me about smash brothers that's really like, hey, cool Dwight, I, I know like, yeah that. um that happened to me a lot this mm-hmm. summer because i started disc golfing like a yeah, hardcore yeah, yeah. and yeah. would take all my friends to it so after enough time everyone was like hey uh mm-hmm. can you give me suggestions mm-hmm. on what discs i should buy or how i can like up my game yeah like i know brian got into it and yep. he asked me bonnie mm-hmm. did bonnie, and you got bonnie yep. and jesse yep. into it bonnie right? and jesse i got into it last year yeah. but like i got Still. i got Corey and jess uh i got maddie and kyle mm-hmm. i got brian i got justin i got mexico i got a bunch <laughs> all like all of my friends except for you guys apparently. i know i ran by well, you gave up on it. me i tried so hard I to think... get both of you to come with me once and I'll do it next summer. I promise. Promise? Yeah. I will run a 5K with you next summer okay. if you come disc golf. All right, I'll me. do it. Game. Game on. I muted the disc golf channel in our Discord because I didn't want to see it. No, no, I understand oh. muting it if you've never done it mm-hmm. because we're not talking about just like, hey, does anybody want to go disc golfing? Because most of the people in the Discord aren't around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I just muted it because, like, not that I was annoyed with it or anything. Right. I just didn't want the little notification yeah, popping yeah. up for me to, like, then have to go in and clear and, it. And yeah, that was the like, only oh, reason I, I muted it. I totally understand yeah. why you would mute it. Um, I know plenty of people that have mute, muted plenty of channels on the Discord, and I'm not offended. Did people mute our Monster Hunter one? Oh, why, would yeah. they, why would 100%. they do that? I, I muted the Monster Hunter Did you really? <laughs> Ouch. I'm going to go write a bunch of things in there now. <laughs> I have I have two more things I want to say about running yes, before sorry. I move on. One, uh, the last half marathon I did this year was in Manchester. And I, because Dwight had been so busy and I had gone, gone to a lot of races by myself and it really sucks being there by yourself because mm-hmm. you have nobody to cheer you at the end. And you're like, oh, mm. you know, kind of makes it anticlimactic. So it's like, Dwight, will you come? Oh, fuck. Will you come to oh, come to the fuck. finish line? You know, you don't have to wait around. Just, like, come when I'm at the finish line, and it'll be real great. You know, I'd really appreciate it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I kind of had a crappy race. Not too bad. Almost shit my pants. You know, the usual. And then I get... Runner problem. I was getting real tired, and then, like, I get to the finish line, and I, like, finish real strong, and I was so excited. I was like, I'm done. And uh, one of the girls in my running group was there with her bullhorn, and she saw me. She's like, yeah, go, Tiffany. Great. I was, like, feeling real great. I get to the finish line, get my medal. I'm like feeling real good. And I look around. I was like, okay, Dwight's not here. All right. So I call him. Hey, where are you? Oh, fuck. Dwight didn't show up. (laughs) I had texted Dwight a little bit because I was going real slow. So I said, hey, I'm probably, I'm probably looking at like a noontime finish or whatever. So. And you finished early. I finished early, and I had been. Te- <laughs> Have you not heard this story? No. Oh yeah, and I texted him too. I'm like, oh, I'm you know, I got another mile to go. Like I like to when I when I run these races sometimes, especially towards the end, my headphones like my phone, my battery on my phone like drains because right. I'm listening to Spotify. Um, 
So I'll, I'll turn it off and I'll just like send Dwight like text updates like every few miles. So I'm like, oh, I got three miles to go, you know, one mile to go. I'm almost done. Nothing. So literally I was like, well, come pick me up. So I'm like literally standing on the corner of a street crying. Because Dwight, I felt so shitty because Dwight wasn't there. Like, and I hadn't asked him to come to any races at all because I know that it's a lot. And he wasn't there when he said he would be there. And I was so upset. And sh- if, <laughs> if it, I, I am, I am not going to defend myself because it is indefensible. First of all, I'm hold sorry on. for laughing. Hold on, <laughs> it's funny. It, it gets a little bit better because then um, my friend Emily in the running group, she was like, "Hey, let's go get, let's go get a beer." So we, I had my beer and stuff, and then I was like, "All I want is fucking a Chipotle burrito bowl." So I made Dwight drive me to Chipotle. Nice. So and I, I bought have a burrito, her a burrito bowl. bowl, and that's all I wanted. Okay. I okay. Not trying to defend I, not trying to defend myself, but I felt so bad yep. when when I missed it. I was you like, I was you so have, apologetic. Yeah. I felt like such a dick. Yep. Like it was one hundred percent on my stupid fault. Like I was pooping when she uh, called me and was like, "Hey, I'm done." Because I was like, "Oh, I've got time." So I went to the bathroom and I was like, well, "As soon as I'm done with this, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna meet her." And I just I just beefed it hard, and I, I apologize note, super much. Side note, Dwight spends lots of time in the bathroom. Today, Dwight was in the bathroom for 45 minutes <laughs> watching an episode of Bob's Burgers. <laughs> this is my life. So I'm not I wake su- up in the morning. This is we- the greatest episode of <laughs> I, I, I wake up hold in on, the morning. Hold on. So I'm not surprised. Okay, so I'm, I'm attacked. Not- I need to be defend. I need <laughs> so to defend I'm myself not- now. So I'm just saying I'm not surprised that you would go into the bathroom and lose track of time. It's Fair. something that oh. is very you. Uh, in I'm the morning, I wake up and it's very cold. <laughs> so I go do my morning business and I put on the heater. Like I, I have a space heater yep. in the bathroom yep. and I have this cocoon of warm. I'm following you. And why would I leave that? Okay. It's yeah. cold in the rest uh, of the house. Five okay. minutes. Um, I don't know that anybody wants to listen to what we're talking about. Fair. <laughs> Tiffany, you might want to cut that. I'm not. Because no, the world needs to know. Leave, you can leave it in. But I'm just saying. This is the great. But yeah, so Dwight abandoned very, me at a half marathon. I and I was sorry. real upset about it. How did I, you never tell me this story? Because we haven't seen you since it happened, I think. When did it happen? It was the weekend before your birthday. The weekend before my birthday. You saw me on my birthday. And we saw you a bunch during Thanksgiving. Yeah. I don't know. We were over it by that wow. point. Wow. I'm I'm so disappointed that I'm just I'm actually really happy I'm just finding out about <laughs> yeah, this right now. It's great. It's great. So I do have one other question for you. Are there any ridiculously cool or crazy races that you're looking forward to next year? Well, I wanted to say so I did I kind of stopped running a little bit, but I was over 400 miles for the year this year. So I want to hit 500 miles next year. Nice. That's goal, a goal number 1. Um crazy races for next year to the beach. <gasps> Oh my God! Thank oh, you. you were, I totally you were, uh, forgot about that. I, I was softballing her thing. Nice. You were hoping I would reach. Yeah. Or that grand was a slam reach. It, yeah. He gave you well, a good setup. So I got asked to be on a, and I don't know if it's actually happening, but I did get asked to be on a team for this thing called Reach the Beach. What's that? Um. So Reach the Beach is a, um, it's like an ultra run. Thing. So you run in teams of, I think it's up to eight people, and it starts in the White Mountains, 
and everybody takes turns running their different legs. So you run all hours of the night, people rotate and you run from the white mountains to Hampton beach. That is so cool. So you're taking shifts. So your shift. So you might be running five miles at three in the morning, um, by yourself in the woods with nobody around. So I got asked to be on a team and I'm probably going to do it because it's crazy. That's awesome. Um, Because I don't really want to run a marathon. So I want to do something else that's challenging. The other one I kind of want to see if I can get into is there's a, um, the draw is that there's only one hill and it's a run up Mount Washington. (laughs) There's only one hill. There's only one hill. So something like that. And a big one down. (laughs) You drive down. So there are some things like that that I might try to do and i'm just gonna do a shit ton of 5ks and a shit ton of half marathons and nice. just nice keep going we're gonna so do exciting. three marathons i mean marathon <laughs> 5ks that's our goal yeah why did you set that goal for me because you did two this year and you're gonna do three next you only year. did one this year i did two. Oh, you did two. we walked on thanksgiving thank you we're gonna do but three next so cold three next year you and me okay you and me baby all right, cool. So yeah, my number two is my entire 2018 running season. Nice, nice. Yeah. So um, this one, you guys are gonna probably give me shit for. Yes, um, I can't wait. It, it's no because it's a little sappy, and um, it's actually so it, it was a goal that I had set out at the beginning of the year, and I feel like we achieved it, and I feel like it was a, a pretty big success. And my number two, the number two thing that I did this year was actually this podcast. <gasps> That was almost my number one, but I felt stupid doing that's exactly, that's it. That's exactly. I feel like when you guys are gonna come make up fun with of me. The fifth thing I was gonna put it on there because I was like, yeah. well, I don't know what else to put it on. No, but it, it really is because mm-hmm. one. Okay, here we go with the sappy shit. Go ahead. Like spending time with you guys in general is a lot of fun, and I really, really enjoy the conversations that we have. I feel like we learn a lot about each other. I yep. feel like we have interesting things to say that is always entertaining the two of you like you two always entertain me i feel like i'm able to entertain you guys yeah. and that's mm-hmm. really the goal of this because when we started it it was like i wasn't trying to you know be the next nerdist or anything like that right, it was right. like hey i want to spend time i've wanted to do a podcast i want to spend time with my friends right. mm-hmm. so like and my wife um and your friend i know you, you don't are. like she's her. my best friend yeah, she's yeah. not your friend she's just she's, your wife yeah. best friends. so so uh yes we are so um it's been such a awesome experience and mm-hmm. i know that we've done very well over the past couple of years but yep. this year it just felt a little bit different. Like we, I feel like we yeah, hit yep. a stride at certain yep, points yep, yep. and the amount of people that we brought on, we almost mm-hmm. had like little arcs with like Amanda being on and then she moved away. Yep, and, and, yep, and there's yep. and like, she uh, left us. She did. She, uh, she abandoned us. <laughs> and like the, the movie draft was a whole different beast this year yeah. in, in an interesting way. And we've we had, had Billy on and like, I feel like we've been like, Billy has become one of our friends. Exactly. Billy's become a really D&D. good friend. Wait, so and it's Billy's like, your friend? Yes, yeah. he is. But and, like we've and built some friendships that way. Yeah. Yeah, and having um, Judd on and Derek. I mean, Derek has been uh, your friend forever, and yep, having that him is on. Really cool to have and, him and, on. Yeah. And, and we launched the the website, yep. which has been a lot of fun. Uh, we got back on iTunes. Mm-hmm. I just feel like we accomplished a lot of little personal goals yeah. Yep. Yep. inside of the podcast, and it's been just a really, really fun experience. Just hearing the quality of it get better, hearing oh, yeah. the way that we speak on here getting yep. better. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. amount of just polish that we as people and as orators have been uh, through the podcast has 
increased exponentially. You yeah. go go back, listen to the first one. It the first is, one's garbage. It is painful oh. Oh, yeah. to listen to. Well, that's and, because we had so much structure, and it was like, let's talk about well, all the Pokemon. But you had, have to start that way, though. We had no fucking idea. Yeah, what we you were have doing to start that way. Exactly. You can't and just yeah. It wasn't really until you guys moved in here and we started recording in your mm-hmm. house that we really mm-hmm. started to figure out what we wanted to do with the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, we still haven't yeah. got it all figured out. We're still trying different things. Yeah, like, which you, I think you need to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got you got to be freeform-ish. Um, but yeah, this, this has been a really good year for the podcast. It We've has. been very consistent with it. And it's never felt particularly forced. Like, yes, we we're always just like, hey, uh, what are you doing Friday? Nothing. You want to record a podcast? Or, yeah, sure. Or, or sure. it's like, like there's never been a moment where I've sat down to record it and I've been like, I really don't want to do this. Um, I have. That happened once. once. That was last year, though. I think, or was and, it this year? And we didn't record. Yeah, we yeah. stopped recording. No, we recorded you two episodes rec- that, that day. Well, yeah. we recorded exactly, I and, did then, not. and then we tried to record a second one. Yeah. And hey, that was a learning yes. experience. We learned how to deal with Tiffany. Manage Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, no, not that. We learned I how, we how learned, much. You I learned, think we learned how to manage. Tiffany. I think True. you learned how to manage. But we Tiffany. also learned how much we can, you know, take in an individual right. sitting type of deal. Like the longest one we did was the, the four and a half hours movie movies. one, top ten. But that was we Which were was, engaged the whole time. That was yeah. so much fun. It was, but we should never do it again. <laughs> this one's already pushing two hours and twenty minutes. Oh my oh, wow. god! Yes, and this so, is only a top five. Exactly. So yeah. that's why we're yeah. only doing top fives from right. now on. You can see that. Yes. Even with like this stuff that we didn't, I didn't think we would have. That, that much, much to, to say, say about yeah. these things clearly we do oh i knew so, i was gonna have a lot to i haven't say. even talked about my number one which i feel like i have the most to say yeah oh my god <laughs> this is gonna be like a three hour long episode <laughs> to be fair i started recording like 10 minutes before we actually right. did like i always do yeah, now well, let's keep it moving there and uh not you yeah. know, filler, 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 hey, filler. No, I'm, I'm just jerking ourselves off over here yeah, so, yeah, yeah we're just talking about how awesome we, awesome are, we are but no but like it's been yeah. like a I feel like I've gotten closer with you guys. I feel mm-hmm. like I've gotten closer with the people who listen. I, yep. I feel like we've been able to accurately present ourselves in a way that feels true to us. Yeah. And like, we're not fucking like trying to be somebody right. or yep. like trying yep. to like polish ourselves when we're yeah. doing this. Yeah. Like, this is us. Uh, we leave in ta- talks about me shitting and missing my wife's races. Yes. Like, that's what <laughs> I'm we I'm going to talk about pooping, dur- pooping um, in the woods. Like, I, it's exactly. cool. I really enjoyed. Once when we got the Discord up, I feel like that really helped because yes, that now, was the other now thing. we can we can interact with people like in real time. Mm-hmm. So like when you know Judd wants to talk about a certain element of a mm-hmm. movie that just came out, we can we can talk about it in in the Discord. Yep. We don't have to wait for the episode yeah. to like read an email and, exactly. then, and then talk about it. So I've really enjoyed the Discord for that, and it's also been really cool because now like. You can have a conversation with Corey on the Discord, someone that you would never really talk to. Yeah, like Corey and I have, we've interacted at your events and right. stuff like that, mm-hmm. and we've always gotten along very well. Yeah. But like, it, we, it's not, I think we were friends on Facebook, but yeah. it was never where I'd be like, I'm not going to comment on his right. photo, but like, <laughs> we can, someone will just throw out like a, hey, I'm playing uh, the new Smash Brothers right. right now. And then Corey responds with, oh my God, I'm loving Inkling. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, Inkling's great. And yeah. so these type of connections mm-hmm. with our audience and our friends, because yeah. they're really our friends. The, yeah, yeah. In, in, yeah. Uh, in There's a way. nobody that listens to this that isn't one of our friends Correct. or family. Yes. Yeah. Except true. for that one guy who watched us stream that, that one. Yeah, that German weird. guy. She has a pretty voice. Yes, I do. She does. I have an that's ugly a fact. Face. And, and that's the other thing. Like, so <laughs> he did, he was not happy when I said that. Um, <laughs> so like, and the streaming is another part of yep. this that we've also been incorporating mm-hmm. into it, and that's been a fucking blast. Yeah, that's I'm really a lot enjoying fun. it. We're going to be streaming again tomorrow. We're definitely streaming Smash Brothers. Yep. Um, I plan on doing that a lot more. So like, that's kind of a. This is my way 
way of saying I wanted to talk about like future plans for right. the podcast yeah. as well. And yeah. that's something I want to start doing more of yep. streaming probably at least like once a month. Yep. I, I want to get it regular air quotes I meaning, hate I, using that term though, I, I know but it, I, I want to do it more making it feel like a job right and that's I, the, when it starts feeling like a job mm-hmm. and I have to adhere to a schedule I don't want to yeah, do but, it but it's see, not a schedule it's just the, I want to do it more the, yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, the yeah. thing is that that's great about the podcast in general is if you don't want to be on an episode I don't have we to. can just you exactly. just don't have to yeah. exactly like, if if I'm busy you guys can do an episode and which we you have. Only done, I haven't really done you guys have only done an episode once yes it was this year two we did two you did the we room. We did the room. The oh, room, yeah. the room is the one did, I'm thinking um, of. We did a vacation recap. Vacation. Oh, yeah. You've vacation done, land. You've done two episodes yep. together. We've, we've done, done one. You guys should we've do more without me. Yeah, we've done Alex a bunch of the two of us. I don't have shit to talk about, yeah. though. All we would do is shit on you for an entire episode. I wouldn't, oh, but I wouldn't listen to it, so that's fine. <laughs> the listeners would love it. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody because they you. hate me. I'm the worst person on this podcast. Um, But, you know, you're right. Like, the two of us do a lot more because, like, if it's a video game or a specific deep dive into, like, a genre of movies, Tiffany. Not we have a lot more overlapping interests. I like these types of podcasts though because I can throw my voice in there, yep. and mm-hmm. that's what's been kind of nice about the podcast in general. Is I feel like I don't voice a lot of those opinions a lot yep. of the times, like especially with people like you guys, because it's just like Arr! you guys are very, very we're the worst. Well, wow. you're very confident in your opinions and what you're talking it's a about. Nice way of saying you guys are asking because no, my opinion no, is no, always no, right. No, no. <laughs> I feel like you guys have so much knowledge of actors and, and timelines of things and hype cycles. And Do you want to know the Zelda timeline? Because I can tell you the Zelda timeline. Shush. No, shut your Shush. mouth. Shush. You're interrupting me. Yeah. I but, think... Oh, yep, go. We've gotten better I'm not done that, my though. thought. Go, go. Sorry. That Breathe. Was, that was my bad. Breathe. You guys have that knowledge and that confidence to talk about those things. I do not have that sometimes on the fly like if mm-hmm. someone's like what do you feel about this movie i'm like i don't know or what do you think about this actor i'm like i don't know who that is mm-hmm. and so i think this outlet has allowed me to kind of voice my opinions about things and yeah. have people hear them and i don't think people get that all the time yeah. so i like that um w- w- you may speak now, now yeah yeah, yeah. no nah. I feel like we've gotten a lot better at not interrupting Tiffany oh as God. often. I agree. I, I feel like, oh. yes, we just did it <laughs> yeah, twice. Yeah, did. I was joke. Mine was a joke. Um, But I feel like we've gotten a lot better at not interrupting <laughs> Tiffany constantly because mm-hmm. if, if you go back to like the first few episodes, it was just like every time Tiffany wanted to talk, we'd be like, yeah, but, 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 <laughs> no, but, yeah, but no. listen to our opinions. Uh. Um, that is why I don't speak a lot in situations where there are lots of people, right. where there are lots of big, loud voices and opinions, and it's like I cannot get myself in there. And yep. then by the time I'm like, I have an opportunity to speak, somebody's already said what I want to say, right. and it's or like, we've man. moved on, or right. you've moved on exactly. So it's like super, super, super frustrating to be that yeah. person. Yeah. So, so thanks for the well, podcast. You're welcome. Oh, no, thank you guys for doing it with me. Long story short, number two. This podcast has been a pleasure to do. I feel like we had a really strong year, and I'm looking forward to another year of it. Oh, no. This is the last episode. <laughs> okay. Sorry. That's fine. <laughs> podcast over. Do you want your soundboard back? No. Then Did I'm I buy the keep... soundboard? We're going to yeah, light you, it you on fire. You bought the soundboard. Okay. Soundboard is your big contribution yeah, to the podcast. Yeah, I'm taking Besides the soundboard. Besides your sexy voice. Oh. I don't like the sound of my voice. You I've... have sweet, dulcet tones, Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> I think it's just I cheat because I control the volumes, oh, so I think oh, I just make nice. myself sound the better. Best. Okay, so my number two. Yes. My number two is a TV show that you have both seen now. 
Um, I know what this is. That I brought up on a previous episode when I told you guys to watch it. So the show that I would like to talk about is Netflix's The Haunting of Hill House. Um, It's a show that was... It's uh, a show... I fucking hate both of you. (laughs) Say the name of the show. Uh, It's a show that was written and directed by Mike Flanagan. Um... Which is an adaptation of a... It's like a 50s. 1950s novel. I'll say it's like 51 or 59. It's like early or late. It's it's late. Like 58. Because the movie was 63. And I think the novel was right before the movie. The, uh, the Haunting. Whatever. Um, and I can never remember the author's name. Something Shirley something. Something Shirley. Whatever. Shirley Jackson. It's an adaptation of Shirley Jackson's 1959 novel. Yep. Nailed it. See, <laughs> um, year my dad was born. <laughs> the Haunting of Hill House. Oh, that's weird. My parents were five. My dad was... That's se- surreal My dad me. was seven and my mom was three. That's weird to yeah, think about. that's crazy. I've never put it in context like that. Holy shit. See, yep. my dad was born. Um, so, um, this is an adaptation of a horror novel... Um, it's a very, I don't want to say very loose adaptation. It's a lot more fleshed out. Um, a lot of the characters are still there, but have different relationships or are related at all. And it, it very is, is very loosely based on the, the novel. Um, but it is amazing. I absolutely love this show. Like I talked about on the last episode when I talked about it a little bit, this is a show that is more about the... F- it's a it's a family drama mm-hmm. that is masked in a haunting story. And all the family drama stuff really works for me. And how they incorporate it with the hauntings really works for me. Um, I don't know if we want to get into spoilers. Um, but like... I feel like it's still almost too new to okay. talk about mm-hmm. spoilers. So I don't, know. I don't want to get into deep spoilers. I'll, I'll do like... Do like mild spoilers. Maybe mild spoilers. Yeah. Um, I really like um, all the different ghosts that haunt certain children. So like... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the one that haunts... The, Lu- the, Neck Lady? I'm thinking uh, Luke with the bowler hat guy. Yep. The guy with the and, long cane. Yep. And Who's like and super awesome. tall. And Nell with the bent neck lady yep. are both... I, I absolutely love all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I... Um, but one of the things that I really, really loved about the show was the um, really great character moments where oh. s- different characters get to just give a monologue. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they don't cut away from one person just talking at the camera. Not really at the camera, but, like, for five minutes. Or not yep. five minutes. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, like, um, Mr. Dudley gets one oh. in one of the later episodes, which is heartbreaking when they're in the basement when they're in the yeah. basement yeah. that i absolutely loved and um we talked about that because there's like a scene that happens in the last episode or, yeah. or literally a moment um, a shot in the last episode that uh, like oh olivia gets a, a monologue towards the end where she's yeah. talking about the the, the hail mm-hmm. that's rocks um that they, they a lot theo. of the characters theo is just amazing I, all around she's my favorite character um, when, when nell was yelling at i forget the main the the, the first guy 
Mike? What's the oldest son's name? Uh, Steve. Steve. When she goes to his yep. book signing and is yep. yelling at yep. him, like yep. that's pretty. It's it's just like this. This is such a r- beautifully written show. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. all of these characters. I know we talked about it when we talked about Paper Girls a long time ago. All mm-hmm. of the characters feel unique, yep. and it's easy yep. to know who's who. Like after the first episode, I I knew everyone's name. I knew what role they kind of fit into the family Mm -hmm. like they they did a very good job of making each character distinct from each other and like easy to be remembered and they also helped by structuring the show in a unique way where each episode Mm -hmm. is about a different character and then episode six is about everyone Mm -hmm. which is Episode six is just phenomenal. Episode six is the best episode. Is of the that season. the one? It's it's like seven shots. Yeah, yes. it's uh, it's a lot of it is one um, long shot, and it's amazing. This show's just amazing. It's so like, it's so good. It is. I immediately rewatched it after I finished it because I was just like, "This is so good. I need to see it again." Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it it pays off on a rewatch because like well because you know what's going to happen and you know certain things yep. specifically like there's some stuff with some of like the rooms yep. that like I would love to be paying attention yeah. to on the on a rewatch. Yep. I know there's a lot of like hidden ghosts. Some yep. are less hidden, but yep. if you're paying attention for them on a on a rewatch, that would be interesting. Yep. And just knowing the context of some of the earlier scenes that you don't find yes. out about until later, yes. that would be really like interesting to be watching with a new perspective yep. of it. Like. Oh. No, no, sorry. I'm just going to say for for me, it would be nice to not watch it through my fingers because there were <laughs> moments where I would audibly scream. Yeah. Because it's, it's it catches you off guard because you're like, you're wrapped up in the family drama, but then you're like, oh yeah, this is horror. Right. Like, and then it just scared the shit out of me. It's, it's so easy to forget that it's a horror show mm-hmm. because so much of it is just like a drama. And it's uh, heartbreaking. And it, oh. it, is ab- it, it, it is gut punching. It really is. I cried a lot during the, the show. The um, Theo-centric episode where Amazing. she's with, with the kid Amazing. is just, uh, that is, uh, yep. um, and Nel- Nell's episode was Nell's also, episode. that was the one that I was just like, what the fuck? I, oh. You feel so bad. I, I really, I love every episode um, for different reasons. I know you don't. I did not like the first episode. It was think, fine. Do you think you might like it more on a rewatch? 100% yeah. yes. Because yeah. you're saying like you knew all the characters by the end of the first episode. I didn't even know who Theo was until the second episode. She's like barely in the first episode at all. I don't know how you couldn't know Theo after the first episode. Cause she, I didn't. She had that um, where she picked up the Asian girl in the in the bar in the first episode. That's the first episode? That's the first episode. Okay. okay. I didn't know who she was. Okay. I didn't realize that there was another child. Child. I didn't, you didn't I, know I, how she connected. To I the... thought that she was. Um, what's the older daughter's name? Shirley. I thought she was Shirley's friend okay. or daughter. Okay. Like that was the connection I thought okay. that they were. I didn't realize that Theo was a sister. I can understand that. Though. And because they didn't focus on the child at all, because I think right. the only couple of scenes you see is like her in the car, yep. and I just didn't see yeah. her there. Yeah. So. I didn't know the relationship between Theo and everyone. Yeah. So that's my only big issue with the first one. But it's also the the big issue, quote unquote, with that one is because each episode does focus on an individual person. But the first episode also has the double duty of setting up everyone. Yeah. So you yeah. can't have yeah. the luxury like the Nell episode where it's basically all oh, Nell no. focused mm-hmm. and people float in and out yeah. of it. But you already have those contexts as to who those people are. Yeah. If the first episode had done that, it would have been so much more confusing because yeah. there's a lot of setup of like the father and the mother. Yeah. You have yeah. to learn who everyone is. 
Um, I feel like it dropped the ball on that one little aspect, yep. but everything else was very good. And then every episode well, after that got so much better. The fir- I mean, for the to speak to the first episode, they're also trying to get you on board as quickly as possible because it's only, what, 10, ten, ten episodes? Ten. So you need to have that. You need to just be thrown in the world. And then, you know... And almost just to to get your, because I felt kind of the same way. I was like, wait, who is, what's happening? And then by episode two, you're like, okay, this is this person. This is this person. And like, you need to just be thrown into it. I kind of, I, sometimes I don't like when shows do that or or movies do that. I tend to not like that where you're like, what the fuck is going on? But I think it worked for this knowing where it ended up. They just needed to, because of the way this was structured with each episode being about a different character, they needed to have the first episode be that way. Mm-hmm. And it was, I think that's the only way that works. Yep. How did you guys feel about the ending? I know it was a little bit divisive <gasps> on the internet. Oh, yeah. Without I going into specifics, how did, it, how did it make you feel? I loved the love ending. Love the ending. Same. Like, I really loved the ending. Um, Cried. Not not to go into spoilers, but my favorite character in the entire show was Hugh. And I really, I really liked how it ended for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Not to go into spoilers, but like that, uh, it felt really satisfying from really every character's story point. Yeah. The ending felt satisfying and earned and and I really enjoyed it. I 100% agree with that. Loved the ending. Mm -hmm. It just made it feel, it just, it, it, I don't even know how I want to say it because it's a horror show, but it, it, the ending just was a satisfying, like not horror ending like it wasn't a typical horror spooky ending it was a very satisfying character ending because the show is about the characters it wasn't like every other thing of of a you know a horror genre is like oh we're gonna leave you on a cliffhanger Mm -hmm. like it just it wrapped everything up it was just really poignant and it was very emotionally satisfying yes yeah Yeah. it it was it. it, it was a moment where like i've Judd has said this before, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. I know a lot of modern horror, some of the, the in vogue thing to do right now is to have a very downer ending. Mm-hmm. Yep. This was or very a, ambiguous. And very ambiguous. Exactly. Yeah. Like, um, think to like Castle Rock. Mm-hmm. Like, the yep. ending of yep. that was like, what does it mean? Crap. We got to pick things up. No, I disagree. <laughs> but we need to pick things apart. And, like, not that I'm mm-hmm. saying like they're thinker endings, but this one was a very clear cut yep. this is what happened this is where our characters are yep. this is yep. what's going on with the house this is what's everything was spelled out for you and yep. wrapped up in a neat little bow mm-hmm. and they've said that the if, if there is going to be a second season it is not going to focus on these right. characters and yeah, it's going to be an anthology similar to how castle rock is yep. whereas if we never find out what how what happens to those characters in Castle Rock going forward. Yeah. That's very disappointing. I will riot. Yeah. I disagree. I don't think you would. <laughs> but if we never ever touch on these characters again, I would be completely satisfied. Every the Agreed. ending was yeah. it was like a fill it was like a if, perfect meal. It was yeah. filling. If they turn this into an anthology show, I would love it to just every season to be about a different ghost. Well, a different ghost or a different time period. Different time People period. People have proposed, yeah. like, focus on the same house because we, we... Oh, yeah. We, we know it and we love it. It's literally yeah. the name of the show. Yeah. Just go to a different time period. Like, yeah. go to the time period when Poppy was oh, in the house. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. I would love to see some of did that they, stuff. Did they say that Poppy is the one who built the house? 
Um, or did they move into it? I th- I don't remember. Because you could focus on like the building of the right. house. You could even do the mm-hmm. family after um, the, yep. cra- cranes, the cranes. The name the family after the cranes. Or well, you... will any other family own it after the cranes? Maybe because Ukraine refused to sell it for like twenty something years. True, but who knows? Yeah, like who knows? you never know. Right. Um, or like you could even yeah. There's the seventies. Yeah, a bunch of different things. time periods. You can. It'd be go really with. cool if they did it all in like different genres too. Like that, the seventies is real gritty. Yeah, and like detective I don't know. noir. Yeah, Ooh, something noir. different. Yeah. I don't know. Anthology has so much potential. Yeah. It does. I agree. Castle Rock. Fargo. I have one more thing about yeah, ha- uh, Haunting of Hill House. I like the way that it was. I mean, there was a lot about death, but I love the way that death and wakes and funerals and i love the way that that was portrayed you don't see that a lot in tv shows movies and media you see it all just like oh we're at a funeral but this just felt so real and visceral like i appreciated that and it made me really emotional and i cried a lot of just at just at scenes at moments because it's something that we all have to deal with but i liked the way that it was handled it wasn't it just felt real and I I liked it. I, you know, just um, Shirley having, you know, having to, she's the one like, I'm going to, I'm going to prep Nell. I'm going to be the one to take yep. care of her and just that type of stuff. And um, like flashing back to like their mom's funeral and stuff. And, and like with the kids, mm. I just, I like the way that that was handled yeah. and presented on screen. And I just thought it was really neat. Something you don't see. Yeah. A lot of you know what's kind of funny about shows like this is I mean it's about ghosts, yep. mm-hmm. but as soon as you introduce people with it felt very Stephen Kingy because mm-hmm. like all of a sudden someone has like psychic powers and it always takes me a minute to adjust to that type of stuff being yep. introduced in a story because I'm like really that's not that grounded but it's a story about fucking ghosts, <laughs> ghosts. yep so like but I, they I really have this... didn't that really didn't come into play all that much no but it it's didn't... a character it's a character uh, trait but it was a little yeah. bit like weirdly like it took me out of the out of the movie for cuz there was a moment or the out of the show, show cuz i was just like wait a minute is, that, is she a psychic oh okay i guess she's psychic now that's adjust i have to adjust to that moving forward right. and i don't know why i have weird issues with that type of shit I, I got don't. I got over so it. So this is the guy who's the like obsessed with Stephen I'm King, who just does that. that shit for, all the for time. For some reason, in a book, I can accept it because yeah. you're inside of the character, right. and like usually they're the point of view character, and you're like they're describing how they yep. feel as opposed mm-hmm. to like seeing somebody touch someone and then flash. Yep. Oh, what am I psychically seeing? Blah, blah, blah. It's just weirdly portrayed. It's they did it in fucking Castle Rock too. Like it's yeah. it it always just like removes me for a moment in stories about. Weird dimension hopping, time travel, right. and <laughs> fucking ghosts. Like yeah. sometimes that stuff bothers me, but a lot of the times it doesn't. I think it's a good way to just. I don't know. I'm along for the ride at that point. It's like if that's how you need to explain things that are happening in your story. So cool. be it. And and Hill House, it wasn't like an overarching thing. It wasn't like every time you saw Theo, she touched something and it was spoilers. They, like, who the psychic character is? No, I know, but they literally <laughs> are like she has gloves on for most of the time because of that. And Constantly. like you just, I think they even they touch on in the first episode. Yeah, ish, ish, ish. They do. So my number two is the haunting of Hill House. Nice. All right. Love uh, it. So Alex, you just finished up your number two. Yep. I just so, finished my number before two. Before we do our number one, are you going to do... <gasps> so before we move into our number yeah. one, um, I just wanted to say that when we talked about doing this episode, uh, one mm-hmm. of the things I did was I put out a call on our Discord and I put out a call um, on, on our Facebook... 
<laughs> a lot of for, burping. For burping. Well, I drank the seltzer. Oh, okay. For people to write in with their favorite thing that they did this year. Mm-hmm. So we have a bunch of um, responses. Did you put them all in a Google Doc? They are in a Google Doc. Awesome. So favorite moments. So I am going to just read these. These are in no particular order. The order that they came in, uh, we have a bunch. Oh, cool. So the first one is from Derek. Derek says, winning the summer movie draft, <laughs> duh. But seriously, it was recording both episodes with you guys. Ooh. It was so much fun, and I feel lucky to have two great friends and one cool acquaintance who make an awesome podcast. You can sort out who's who. So I think so Tiffany's the acquaintance. The acquaintance. Yeah. We're the cool friends. <laughs> um, thanks again, and hope your holidays are going well. So Aww. Derek's favorite thing this year was recording the podcasts with us. That's Yay. really sweet. Thank you, Derek. Haley writes, Scott and I going on our honeymoon, Yay. where we went to Hogwarts and got chosen for the wand ceremony. Disney was pretty incredible as well. I have been to yeah. Hogwarts, and it is a wonderful time, and we have been there on our honeymoon, yes. so I 100% yep. know what you're talking about. Yes. I knew that. It is a wonderful experience. I agree. Nice. Thank you, Haley. The next one is from Greg, who I talked about earlier on oh. the episode. Oh. Acquaintance of the podcast. Yes. Greg's favorite thing this year was Assassin's Creed Odyssey was literally my favorite experience of this year. I could talk for that game. I could talk about that game for hours and hours and hours, considering that the entire franchise is my life. 66 hours in and I still have so much to do. I've been talking to Greg about this. Mm-hmm. He loved it. He's been a big Assassin's Creed fan since the very first one. Mm-hmm. And so he's been like following That's the experience of, of it. Yeah, and I so it. Um, they've retooled the way the game works yep. in the latest ones. And he really liked this last one. I've I've heard that the new one is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I played the first one when it came out on like Xbox 360 yes. or whatever. And I hated it. <laughs> I absolutely hated it. Um, they got better from what I, 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 yeah, I know. From what I've heard, they've gotten better. I played a little bit of Black Flag because I got it for free. On Plus? With, no, with my graphics card when I bought my, oh. or when I built my computer. It came free with my graphics card. That one's one of the better ones from what um, I understand. The ship stuff in it is supposed I, to be a lot of fun. I thought it was okay. I mm-hmm. didn't play much. I played like three or four hours mm-hmm. and I was like, nah, this isn't for me. I've only played one and two and I was fine with one. But I really enjoyed yeah. too. I heard two is great. Yeah. Um, so just thank you, keep, Greg. Just trying to keep things moving. Sorry, because we're getting sucked out. The next one is from Kyle. Favorite experience this year was buying our first home with my fiance and adopting our dog. Plenty of great movies and games experienced this year, but nothing beats starting a family in our own home. Yay! I agree. Can confirm. Yes. Next is from Scott. This is a sequel to Haley's. Ooh. His favorite thing this year is taking Haley to New York for her first visit to see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child and a Puffs a Harry Potter parody and then running into Army Hammer on our way to get dim sum. That sounds like an exciting trip. I'm surprised. Well, actually, this was before they got their dog, but I'm sure if if that's uh, yeah, that that's possible. adopting their dog would probably be up there for them. This was um after they bought their house. After they bought their house, <laughs> though, so interesting. But I I but guarantee I, I, you, Stella would be on that list. Now I, I would imagine for, for both of them. She's but so like cute. I, I get like because these are both like big experience trips right. that they oh, did yeah, with each other, yeah. so that's cool. I love that. Billy says. Obviously, it was the No Refunds podcast streaming party, 100. <laughs> I don't know if he was being serious, but that's be. all he wrote. Okay. That was his favorite thing this year. Wow. <laughs> Billy, you need to get a more, more exciting life. Uh, our, my friend Tom wrote, he took his son oh, yeah. uh, on his first trip to Walt Disney World. Aww. His face when he saw that castle for the first time 
magical. How old was his? His son is, I want to say it's between four and five. Okay. He had him after I had left Walmart. So it's, yeah, he's roughly that age. That's awesome. Uh, That's that's fantastic. I I saw the pictures pictures that he posted with it. The kid just was a light bulb. It was it was adorable. The next one is from Maddie. I experienced my first drive-in this year. (gasps) We, as in my fiance Kyle, Corey, and Jesse. Apparently, they're all her fiance. Wow. Her fiance Kyle, comma Corey and Jesse. Yes, I'm following. uh, All went and saw Venom and Searching, which was surprisingly really good for being one of those movies that is mostly a computer point of view. So drive was awesome. Drive through. Drive in. Uh, drive in. Drive in, sorry. I <laughs> always say Drive through movies. I love the drive in. Drive ins are amazing. So, we saw Jaws and saw the Jaws. Meg this year. Yeah. It's so and much fun. And we went last summer too. We we watched uh Transfivers. Yeah. Transfivers. Half of, and Wonder, half Wonder, of Woman. Wonder Woman. And finally, the last person who wrote in Cowie. Uh, is Co- is Cowie. He said, "I'd have to say it's between buying my first house with Jess or seeing Imagine Dragons live." Ooh. That would have to be an amazing concert to beat buying a house, but I uh, that's a really cool dude their house is so nice is it that's <laughs> awesome um, i know invite what's up with that um you can come with me okay wow you're not Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's thank great you for so sharing, th- thank everybody. you all yes, yes. very thank much you. that was awesome yeah i love that so that's that type of shit that i enjoy doing is is that type of uh yeah connection so tiffany okay what is your f- number one My thing from the year number one My Number one thing, and this is where I talk about, I was talking about the wedding and how it's like a one day and how this number one thing is something that is something awesome that happened this year, but is something that hopefully, knock on wood, is... That's not wood. I know. (laughs) It's plastic. Can you make this table, Alex? What? Do you know how to make this table? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, I get it. But the number one thing is something that is hopefully going to be something that is going to be a career long thing. Um, and that is getting my new job. What? You got a new job? Yeah. I work at a college now and it's real cool. Cool college kid over here. I'm a cool college kid. Um, it's just after working, you know, and going to school for video and like working in retail and working in public access, nonprofit stuff, it feels really earned to be in a place where I'm using my degree. Mm-hmm. I'm doing what I love to do, which is apparently teaching and working with students. Never saw that coming. Well, that's kind of sarcastic because I did. Um, so your first job was teaching karate. <laughs> yeah. You've been teaching I, your whole life. I know. Um, but I never really like go when you go to college and stuff, I never really was like, Oh, I'm going to be a teacher. Like, Oh, um, so being in a college, Working with people who value your input, which I've never had at a job ever, mm-hmm. where people look to you for your advice, whether it's a student, whether it's a coworker, people look for look at you for your expertise and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, hey, can you, I've had professors, hey, can you help teach my class this program so that they can do this project? Because I don't know. Like just that very collaborative environment where a lot of other jobs, especially particularly in public access, kind of touted, oh, we're a very collaborative, creative environment, and it was not the case. A lot of political kind of hierarchy bullshit stuff. And this really feels like I'm part of something. I'm part of a department. Um, I get to teach 
next semester. Like, I'm making a syllabus right now. Like, I have a class list. What? Like, (laughs) I have to give grades. Like, just having, feeling like. I'm an adult. Like what you're do- well, like feeling like what I'm doing is Matters. actually going to be important. Yep. I'm not just shooting a city council meeting and like you know going out and and you know making a some schlocky video. It's making like a package for some, some show that nobody or like, watches. Exactly. Or taping a football game. Yeah, yeah. It's like I am working with students who are majoring in communications, who are hopefully going to go on and and do things with their lives that yeah. involve communications. Um, and that's really cool. And just for me, it's building those connections with students two months in. I already have students that I know by their first name. I had a kid come into my office today. Oh, Hey Tiffany, like how, you know, if I don't see you have a great, you know, holiday. And I was like, uh, Hey Connor, I see you on Monday for your final. He's like, Oh yeah. Like people <laughs> like, so you're teaching idiots, yeah, college you're idiots. But I had, <laughs> I had two or three kids. I had two or three kids come in today. Oh, hey, you're still here. Like, I just wanted to say, like, you know, have a great, you know, have a great holiday. You know, if I'll see you next semester. And it really feels cool to have that two months in. And those are things that make me feel validated. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm making those connections. Like, I'm where I'm supposed to be. I'm good at what I do. And it just feels great. It just is so, I don't know. I don't know how to describe having a job that makes you feel satisfied uh, yeah just like you're doing something like, important and like it just feels good in the to, world it feels good to get up and go to work and like be part of something and not just twiddling my thumbs like working for public access yep. and i'm sorry there's a whole big fcc thing going on right now with public access and they're gonna cut funding please don't cut funding for public access it's really great but that's not where i right. needed to be and i kind of thought that's where i was going to be for my career and yep. and it was not the case you don't feel like you're spinning your wheels in a place that yeah y- you yeah. don't belong yeah and yeah. there's like i have room for growth i'm gonna do hopefully be starting classes for my master's next fall so things are in motion that's it, awesome yeah it's very interesting uh, from my perspective on this because you have I, experience i'm like this, yeah. I, i've watched this unfold yep. over the past six years mm-hmm. um so longer than that, I've been public access since 2011. There so we go. So seven, almost seven years, eight years. So um, when Tiffany and I first started dating, neither of us really knew what we wanted to do with our lives because right. we were very you were young. in high school. We were in high school. <laughs> and yeah. Tiffany wanted to go to school for journalism. Did. That was the, her number one goal. Broadcast journalism. Broadcast journalism. She wanted to be on TV. I wanted to be on SportsCenter. Yes. I wanted to be a sports broadcaster. So. Specifically. It, so it's been very interesting watching the trajectory of where she wanted to be versus where she is now mm-hmm. because the first year she went to a college and she did not enjoy it and she hated the major mm-hmm. uh you thought it was very fake and very phony and very horse shit can i shout out emerson college yeah you went to emerson and i didn't get into emerson <laughs> and i was very grumpy with them solid so um the next year she she transferred to fitchburg uh, to be with me and mm-hmm. she didn't know what she wanted to do and so she just kind of did the same track that i did because that's which what you was, do when you're 19 which was video production and so seeing you start out something on almost a lark and then make a career out of it, which was um, your public access, which was really interesting because watching you become more knowledgeable, this is going to sound a little bit conceited, but mm-hmm. watching you become more knowledgeable than me about certain things was yeah. really fascinating and interesting because it's like for the longest time it was always like, hey, Dwight, how do I do this? Hey, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I, I'm I, trying to figure this stuff out. I remember, remember 
your first you the want, first time I edited by myself and I cried she, and I I called she I cried called and she you. called me and I had to come in and I had to like kind of talk her through some of the stuff and and, and we we worked through I it. I tell that story every time I start a new editing class mm-hmm. just to be like guys so, it's fine it'll be okay. So to see you then move into public access was was fantastic and uh, you like for the, it was a cycle for both times yeah. where you found you got in there and you were like I found my calling this is it's amazing really I'm working with people this is fantastic and then at both jobs the bureaucracy and the the horseshit the management, the management started yep. to deteriorate on you and like you so you kept on looking for other things and so your first job like that one was eh. and then you got your second one your second public access job which was like this is like the perfect fit. It's it's in a place that I know and I love and I'm really excited. And then just to have like the mismanagement, yep. like suck your happy, like both mm-hmm. places I saw this happen. Like you yep. started off super happy and then by the end you were just, I don't want to say you were miserable. I was but, miserable. But like Absolutely you were, miserable. it was just like, it would be every day you would come home and be like, this bullshit happened at work today. This bullshit happened at work today. And it was, it was disheartening and sad. So seeing you at a new place where mm-hmm. I hope it continues to go well. You've been there for two months. I haven't heard a single complaint. Um, so I'm really excited and happy that you have made this uh, shift. Yeah. And uh, I look forward to all the great things you do. I'm really excited that you're teaching. Like you're yeah. in. Well, I'm very, very pumped thanks. for this. Well, what I was going to say is at both of those jobs with public access, never once did I hate what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I've always loved what I was doing. And it was teaching and working with volunteers and training people who had no experience and doing that part. Um, I got to work. I had interns that were kids with disabilities, who had autism, who had, you know, different um, uh, social anxieties and things like that. I was working with seniors, senior citizens who were had computer phobia um, and working with students and kids and teaching summer camps. I never I might have complained about, oh, I have a bunch of fifth graders. But I uh, never occasionally, but that's nothing more than. But what I never disliked and what I never was frustrated with was teaching and working with those people, right. which is my job. It was always with management, mm-hmm. executive directors who suck, you know, people who didn't practice what they preached, kind of stuff like that. And hopefully, this is a college is a very different environment where. People come and go as they please. I'm mm-hmm. not punching in a clock. I don't really have, like, I have a boss, but he's kind of, like, just there with me. Mm-hmm. And it's a very different environment, so I'm hoping. You had a pin yeah. earlier, Alex. Do you remember oh, what your pin Oh, I had was? a really dumb pin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why we pin them. So you made fun of how stupid her student was as a joke? Oh, yes, yes. yes. Okay. Um, pick a number between oh, yeah, this is yesterday. 37 and 49. It's The answer is 34. Between 37 and 49. And 49. I said that to your wife last night, and she I said, said 34. 44. So 42? She said 34. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wasn't thinking. Educating our youth over here. <laughs> well, um, at least you n- can teach them how to point a camera, and there's no math involved in that. <laughs> there is no math involved in that. <laughs> I think that's, yeah. I have a TV studio that's all mine. Like, Yeah, you're in charge of a TV I studio. Ch- like, yeah. So if we that's where we need to shoot our short. Nope. Shoot our note refunds short? Yes. So yeah, that's my number one thing is my new job. Hopefully this will be a long-term career thing. You're going to die there. I want to die there. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. Yeah, it did not Re- at all. Rephrase that. I want to die there at a very old age. <laughs> I, I'm excited because I, uh, I get to do my master's for half off. If you want so, to, yeah. yeah. That's something nice. I, I really should do. 
All right, Dwight. So number one. No, it's your number one. I'm glad it's not Smash Brothers. I thought it was going to be Smash Brothers. I'm disappointed it's not the podcast. Well, it it could be, but my number one um, is something that I actually did not see coming. Um, So were your eyes closed? Partially. My number one is the surprise birthday party that Tiffany threw for me. Oh my god, Stop. that was this year. Get that out. was this year. So your thirty-first birthday. My thirty-first birthday. That is my Why number didn't one she do thing it for your thirtieth. Because she's a butt. <laughs> um, so I did not see this coming in any way, shape, or form. Um, I last year for Tiffany's thirtieth birthday, I threw her a fucking rager not really i just no. threw her a big birthday party it was, really nice. uh, it was a surprise party i don't think she saw it coming i, I did she, it until the moment until or whatever. the moment she of... was photographing something it wasn't that the, yeah it was the, she, her I sister to, works at a hotel my she sister was works gonna... at a hotel i used to go when i lived close by and take pictures for them occasionally yeah. for like social media and stuff so it was not out it wasn't of out the, of the norm it or... wasn't out of the norm they usually they sometimes yep. do events there, so yep. it wasn't. So weird. I got like it was a lot of people there. Yeah. There was like fifty there something. Were a there lot was a, it was it was it was fucking packed. There was a lot of people in that room, uh, and I got them all there. And so my birthday is two months after Tiffany, mm-hmm. so she didn't have that much of a time or right. quick of a time to um, throw something together. I, I believe also, I was in a show at that point. I also, you were yep. in a show, and I also hate planning stuff. True. So all those things combined, I was not expecting. A anything this year. Yeah, and, you made me feel real bad about I not would, throwing your birthday I party. I would occasionally throw it in her face yep. that I had thrown her this amazing birthday party and she hadn't done anything for me. So we went yeah, out. Yeah, not like I cook and clean, almost, do laundry. You almost ruined a recording session by you making did. that joke once. I, was, I remember. I was that. really upset. And, and she got so upset well, and I was like <laughs> Well, the, we salvaged it. But yeah, we did but, salvage but, it. But the problem was, is like you were doing a show. Yeah. Your birthday was on a dress rehearsal night. Yep. And it was just like there was, I was stage managing that show. And there mm-hmm. was too much stuff going on. Yep. And I just couldn't. Yeah. And also, I was making no money. I had, I had just had, did not have the means yep. to put something yeah. together. And I felt really bad don't, about it. Don't worry. You made his number one thing <laughs> yeah, this, this year. year. So my birthday comes and. I don't remember why we didn't go out on my birthday. Because your birthday was the next day. And was it a Sunday? I threw or this party on a Friday night. On a Friday your night. Birthday but is I don't a remember Saturday. why we why we went out to dinner that day. Because we were going out to celebrate my birthday. Because I think Brian and Alex were. Coming yeah, we were. Co- yeah, that's right. We were going to go out with you guys the next day. That's yes, why we did. So we did go out. And I think I think I wanted to do something. Just the two of just you. With that's us. what it was. Well, that's so, what I told that was the you. So, yeah. so we went out to dinner, and I was like, "This is great. This is it." And we had a growler. So you were like, "Let's go to our favorite brewery. Let's fill it up." And I was like, "Okay, yeah, that sounds great." So um, it got to the point where we were eating dinner, and like. I ate dinner. Yep. Like I, I had a beer. I had I had the, a, a big dinner. I was like, "This is great." We then like it was getting late, so I was like, "I don't know. Let's just go home." I I don't think that. Oh, it doesn't even matter if we go fill up the beer or fill up the growler. And he was like, "No, no, we really should." And like nothing setting me off yet. <laughs> I'm Which like, oh, "Okay, shocking. if she really wants to, okay, that's fine." And so I was like, "I don't know if they're going to be open." We drive. We get to the parking lot and like. The there's 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 cars there, yep. but the lights are off. And I was like, I don't think they're open, Tiffany. I really don't think they are. The lights are off. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure it's closed. And she was like, No, no, let's Science go, let's, let's go. Science is open. Let's go. And I was like, I don't. As we, so we're walking up, and I was like, We got like halfway there, and I was like, No, those lights are off. There's no one in there. 
we need to know. And then Tiffany keeps on walking for it. And I was like 10 feet from the door. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. And I walked through that door. And there was so many people in our favorite brewery. Yep. And they all said, happy birthday. And it was like, I was, I did not see it coming. It blindsided me. And I just was so overwhelmed with mm-hmm. the amount. I, I, I act. I like to be the center of attention on stage. I had, I was not prepared for all those people to be like, "Hey, we're here for you, and we want to all want to see you. We all want to talk to you. We all want." And it was just like, it was surreal. It was like an out of body experience. It was really, really cool. I got fucking obliterated because I had free drinks all night. I was so hungover the next day. That was awesome. Got hammered. I I did. Tiffany drove me home. Uh, It was awesome. And then so another like level to this was we got home and um, some of Tiffany's family hadn't seen the house yet. So they so they came over with us and they were were all beside her her uncle, her uncle and her aunt. But so they don't drink. But her her cousins were, were all there and they were. Also fucking obliterated. <laughs> so we were just like stumbling Ryan around our house. Ryan bought beer at the brewery and he was like passing them out yeah, while it, we were while here. we were in the house. He was yeah. like, "Everybody have another beer." So we were we were back at the house. We were still drinking. Like I this is I was in the basement uh, showing off the Neo Geo. Obviously, uh, I was so I'm like because I'm so stupidly proud of that. Um, you should be. Speaking Derek of which, was uh, on the rower. Derek, yeah, exactly. My, my, like um, cousin's husband. So yeah. we were just like. <laughs> In the basement, and it's one of those things where, like, like I've said, I'm I'm pretty quiet and I don't really talk. But like, we were having like great conversations. Yep. We were really enjoying each other's company, and it was just like the best unexpected night that I've had in a long time. And yep. it was my number one thing that I did this year. It was it was so. What's yeah? What is what's the perspective on that event from outside? So, the perspective of me, I took that Friday off. I took that Friday off. I'm like, I'm going to make cupcakes because I had spent a lot, not a lot, but I had spent money to, to rent the thing and I had asked other people to do stuff. So I'm like, I'm not doing a cake. I'm just going to make a shit ton of cupcakes. I'll go run around and do stuff. So I, took I thought the, you were working. I took the day off. Dwight on Thursday night goes, yeah, so I, 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 I'm, I'm leaving work at noontime tomorrow. I got... I forget what time, why you were... I don't remember. I don't know if I had like an overnight or if you it was just like... You had like extra hours or something. So you you were like Thursday night, because I met with Emily at Wendy's. We were looking at our resumes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you would, you would text me saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to be home tomorrow. Like I, I have, you know, I only have to work a half day or whatever. I, I remember why now, but yeah, it's not that. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I now have to leave the house and I can't show up now until five o'clock because Dwight's going to then know I was home. So I literally made cupcakes, did all the dishes, put everything away, put everything in my car and drove around with fucking balloons and cake and gifts and shit in my car for the entire day. And, and I had then, no idea. And had to drop it off at the brewery. And then I, I came strolling in at like, I think 545, 6 o'clock. I was like, oh, there's so much traffic. And like, I'm calling you and I'm like down the street going, oh my God, there's so much traffic today. I'm going to be a few minutes, you know, whatever. So you lied to me. Oh my God. Yeah, that's what surprise parties are. That was my day. I remember, so we were supposed to hang out the night before, uh, the Thursday night. Mm -hmm. And I was super sick. 
I was oh, super, I remember, I remember that. that. I was yeah. super sick at your party. Yeah. And I, I felt that. bad because I thought I was going to get everyone oh, sick. Oh, I remember that. So we were supposed to hang out the night before and I canceled. You on didn't you. have like bowling or anything? Um, we probably did, but no, no it, it might was, have been over it by was then. Over. Oh. It was over. That might have um, ended the week before that. So I texted you the night before and I'm like, I, I'm super sick. I can't come over. Uh, I'm sorry. And you were like, oh, well, I'm free tomorrow night. We can do something. And I was like, uh, <laughs> are you sure? I, I was like, um, well, I don't know if I'll be feeling better by then. So let's just play it by ear. <laughs> So uh, knowing you, I was like, you'll never follow up on that. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Was, yeah, that's typical. I was Dwight. just like, yeah, let's Fair. play it by ear. Um, and then it, we didn't talk again until I saw you at your party. But Because I'm a good friend. The moment you were like, yeah, we, I, I, I think I'm free tomorrow night. I was just like, <laughs> because, yeah, we were supposed to hang out so you could teach me magic. Because oh, we were going to do the pre-release the next day. Yeah. And you ended That's up, what Brian did on my birthday. You ended up doing that with D- Brian instead. Yep. Um, and I was still feeling super sick, so I didn't go. I remember that. So, yeah, Thursday night we were going to do magic. I felt sick. So you tried to reschedule for Friday, and I'm like, uh. uh <laughs> I'm still I don't sick. Know. Yep. Uh, I was still sick, but I went to your party. Anyways. Yes, I know. And you got me sick that day, I remember. Probably. No, you didn't. I threw up the next day because Brian was telling me all the gross things, so I would throw up. So I yeah, because you did not feel good. I, remember I was that. very hungry. And then, yeah, and then the next day, Brian and I went to the pre release for Dominaria, which was awesome. And then yeah. we went to Stark. We, we, um, we, we went to Stark Brewery. And I was like, I'm never drinking. And it was again. a lot of fun. Was, and so that was my. I'm glad that was your number. I, I remember I texted you at midnight for your birthday, and I was like, hey, hey buddy, happy birthday. And you were like, I'm so drunk. I was definitely up and still drunk at that point. I. I couldn't tell you. Uh, I, I very specifically remember how many years ago that you texted me. She I was, was say hammered that. on her birthday. And I said, yep. tell Alex that I love him. <laughs> we were still and at the old house. And I was laying on the floor. I was like, tell I Alex that. That I love him. Uh, yeah. laughing. Yep. It was a good time. So I'm so glad that, that was, was your number one. That was my number one thing that I did this year. It was the highlight of my year. Aww. And it has been a fantastic year. It's all been downhill from there. It so fucking it was. It was all downhill from there. Burner, burner, burner. That's a newfound glory song. Oh, okay. That's not true. Smash came out. Number one, Smash. Aww. So Alex, right. what the fuck is your number one, man? <laughs> is it anything good? Is it seeing 2001 a Space Odyssey? No. It's nothing that... that I was... didn't get any of my questions right? No. Wow. So... I knew that this was the best thing that happened to me this year, but I didn't know exactly how to put it on my list because when I say what I'm about to say, it's going to sound bad. Is it getting fired? Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> the best thing that happened to me this year was getting fired from my job. Um, and I get I, it. And I, get I it. will explain yeah. it. Yeah. Um, no, I think I get it just from see- not yeah. just yeah. Spoil- yeah. but seeing where you were then yep. and where you are now. It makes sense. So Maybe. I got fired from my job in the middle of May. Um, I was going through a lot of weird stuff in my life. Uh, my grandmother had passed away about a month mm. before. Um, I was in a really bad way. Um, mm. And getting fired, really, what happened right be- like two days before I got fired is what pushed me over the edge. But getting fired is what I... It's, all, it's about a week time frame that really yeah. counts. And that, that was what really pushed me over the edge to um, finally like reflect on myself mm-hmm. identify what was going on in my life and fix it or try mm-hmm. to fix it you know are you retiring from the podcast <laughs> yes yes I'm, re- I'm retiring from the podcast so um like this entire summer really the this summer is what i wanted to 
put as my number mm. one. But really, I wanted to narrow it down to really like what happened. So um, I, uh, <laughs> it's hard to talk about, but I, I want to talk about it. Yeah. So I um, saw my doctor and I was diagnosed with severe depression and I started seeing a therapist Yay. and taking meds and being a lot more open just about who I am mm -hmm. with, or not just who I am, but who I want to be and identifying mm -hmm. the things about me that I needed to change and mm. being more open with everyone in my life not only made me feel more confident about taking the next steps towards becoming a better person but made me feel closer to everyone in my life like um both of you yep. um yep. I, I feel like i've gotten a lot closer i remember um like the day after i got fired we got dinner together and we walked over to goldenrod and we, uh, and we had like a long conversation about mm -hmm. what was going on and just like sitting with you at dinner. I'm talking to Dwight, <laughs> yeah, uh, but sitting me. with you at dinner and just like opening up to you about a lot of things. And like, it, I just felt so much closer to you after that conversation. And you, you had spent the night at our house that Monday as yes, well. So mm -hmm. Monday was the day that I knew I was going to get fired. Um, and then I got fired on Wednesday. I think you were the first person to sleep at our house. I slept on your couch. But you're the first other person to sleep, sleep at, at our house. house. <laughs> um, so like, um, and then like, th there's a lot of people that have helped me through this summer. Mm -hmm. Like the first couple of months were hard, but yeah. once I got into like a stride and mm -hmm. good dose of meds and everything, mm -hmm. I, I, I feel like I've made a lot of strides, but like I'm, Amanda was, was somebody, yep. somebody on the, that, that has been on the podcast that was really, really there for me. And like, we got real, we've, we're so much closer than we've ever yeah. been. And, and, and that feels really good, but I finally feel like. I'm at a point in my life where I like I'm happy. I, I feel Yay. like I'm I'm a, I'm at a good, happy and healthy place in my life and I really attribute that all to that that event. Yeah. So that's why I I have it as my number one. Mm. Like the the moment we started talking about doing this episode, that immediately mm -hmm. I was like that's my number one. Uh but I I was like how do I talk about that? How do I <laughs> How do I phrase it in the right way so that it doesn't just sound stupid? Um, because it's also like the worst thing that happened to me yeah. this year. But, you know, that's looking at it on a micro scale. Uh, when I look at it on the macro mm -hmm. scale, it, it's the best thing. So, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> no, I understand. That's one of those things where like you can't really reflect on a moment in time until you've been removed from right. that moment. Yep. Right. So yeah. at, at the point at that moment it might either suck or it might be fantastic right. yeah. and it's not until you're out of it that you can look back and be like no this really was the alignment that i needed to yeah. get me into where mm -hmm. i am now yeah. or like that was the best time and i can look back on it fondly and i think that regardless like the further removed from a point in time you are the easier it is to reflect on it in a, a positive manner and because right. you, now you have yeah. the the advantage of hindsight where you can see that led to this which right. led to this which led to this which led to where we are sitting in this room right now yeah. talking about it right so and from so on the outside i have 100 percent noticed a drastic shift in your um, demeanor, your attitude, attitude. Yep. Uh, and like as a big chubby boy, like you've even like lost weight and yep. like kept it off. I don't know if that was part of the depression or uh, there were some unhealthy things that, going that, on. There. That was definitely <laughs> part of it. But, but you've you've made it into a more healthy but, thing. Yeah, yeah, it, it's gotten more healthy. Uh, like it started off just being like I don't want to get out of bed today, and if I don't get out of bed, I can't eat. So hey, 
Um, I'm not eating. I'm, I'm just bonus. gonna, I'm yeah. just gonna lose weight via anorexia, mm-hmm. um, which was like the first month of of mm-hmm. it. Um, but then it it got to like working with my therapist. She, mm-hmm. she was like, "You need to get out every day if you can." Yeah. So I started going disc golfing all the time, yep. and we one, went on lots of walks. And we we went we went on a lot yeah. of walks, yeah. like yep. all of us. We we yeah. walked around the lake. Um, yep. We, you know, walk by Bonnie's house. By Bonnie's yep. house. Yep. So, like, uh, once I started getting out and like disc golfing, especially, that yeah. was something I could, I felt comfortable doing alone mm-hmm. too. Like, I wouldn't just go on. Eh, no, I would just go on yeah. walks alone. I would go on huge walks. Like, yeah, I, that walkabout. I went like on a six mile walk one day where I was just like, I'm just gonna go for a walk, and I just put on my headphones and just walked around my neighborhood, mm-hmm. just. And I tried not to walk over the same area m- mm-hmm. more than once. I was just like, let's see how I can do this. And I, I ended up like really close to, to the main dragon in Wyndham, 111. Oh, wow. And I was like, I'm really far from home. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it got to a healthy place where I, I was like, yeah. um, I'm, I've held this weight for months now. Yeah. And I'm, I feel comfortable with where I'm at. And I've seen like a change, like even in like uh, minute things like your wardrobe. Yep. I, I, I've noticed like you're like shifting, you're, you're taking steps towards things like that. So that's not I, things that, that are going unnoticed. Yes. Like yeah, I, I, I get it. One thing that I've really like I've noticed is um, I used to wear a lot of like dark colors all the time. Like it was, it was always like blacks, blue, dark blues, mm-hmm. grays. And now like when I go shopping, I'm like, man, I really like that shirt. And it's like a bright green. And I'm like, no, not not <laughs> like that. Like like you know the the uh, flannel I have that's green and yeah. red yes. or yep. green and like pink. I love that shirt. That's mm-hmm. like my favorite shirt, and it's like super bright, and it's nothing I ever would have worn before. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I I noticed that when I started doing it, and I'm like, I don't know if other people are gonna notice, but I really like this. I did. Yeah. I don't know if I noticed that. I specifically noticed it when I saw you post on Instagram. This is my new favorite outfit, yep. and I was like. He's right. he has been dressing yep. more like that recently, yep. and it was something that I it was a, like I visibly now. noticed it. So I'm really it's bad my with that it's my pride shirt. Oh, yeah. I love that shirt. With, yeah, with yeah, my, yeah, yeah. Um, I so yeah I that that, that was one of the other things I I started like wearing uh, more f- better fitting clothes for me, which is a, a key. Not, I think. not like baggy clothes like I used to wear, which is something I think a lot of heavier people tend to do where they're just like baggy clothes i know baggy clothes will hide my fat folds and i'm like well if i wear things that are just a little better form fitting even though i still have fat like i'm not skinny even though i still have it if you wear things that are more form fitting it just Mm -hmm. it it makes you look better and it makes you feel better and Mm. so so yeah it's thing i have definitely i've noticed I, yeah I, so. it's it's nice that you've noticed uh but you know i'm not doing it for everyone else i'm doing I it know. for me yeah. um i well, you should be paying more attention to me so <laughs> oh i am paying wow. lots of attention to you but um yeah so like everything that's happened since really may 14th like i i will mm-hmm. like probably never forget that day um Every was it really? I thought it was later in the summer than that. No, it was, it was right it was at the May. beginning. May 14th was the day that I, I texted you after work, and I was like, I need to come over. I got hammered. Which we was played. like the fastest I've ever responded to you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I got hammered. Um, we played two brothers. Well, we played two brothers, um, and I crashed on your couch. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I think, like, Dwight and I are really shitty friends. But I think, and Dwight never, te- Dwight never texts me back, but I think that was a real test of 
friendship that yeah. I don't think either of us have ever experienced other than nope. like other than like our freshman year of college when we were dating and it was like real shit. Like when nope. you're t- I like I've never been diagnosed with depression, but I know like I think of that whole year yep. and and that awful shitty feeling every single day yep. of for like almost two years and it's like yeah, yeah. it sucks and then you're like no I'm gonna I'm gonna not be like this and but I think that was a real mm-hmm. test of of being a friend mm-hmm. and I think that we was both I think you, I think <laughs> you, we both failed I think miserably. you both passed <laughs> you both passed with flying colors how can I make this segment about Alex's depression about me oh okay that's my um, question here I did good no, no, no I no, think no, I think you did I, very well today. <laughs> but I think even for all of us like even like just like Bonnie and and Jesse and just being like hey how can we all like make sure Alex is like doing stuff right. and like that he's out and what can we do and I th- yeah, you are super cared for. I think yeah. It, I, oh yeah. I think it really speaks to like the quality of people around me. Yeah. Like I I I it, it's, this room excluded. It's something <laughs> that I always struggled with. Um like I you know, I mm. always felt this way. I I, I didn't not f- I, I didn't just suddenly start feeling this way. Mm-hmm. I felt this way for a very long time, but I never really talked about it with anyone. I, I shared it with a few people. Mm-hmm. But um it was one of those things where I was like, I don't want to be a burden to my friends. And that's what a lot of people say when, they, when, they, they're, yep. when they're in the position that I was in. Yep. I don't yep. want to be a burden, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, like, once I opened up to anyone, like, mm-hmm. I have the best friends. Like, <laughs> I, like I, I, I love all of my friends. Except uh, me and Dwight. Except for you and Dwight. <laughs> no, no. I, I love all of my friends. Like, everyone was so, so super supportive. Mm-hmm. I, I remember Jared, uh, the day before i got fired um i was at work and they sent me home and i like was freaking out at work and jared was like i'll drive you home i will like go back to work and then i will come right back here and spend the night with you and And that was not a short drive and that was not a short drive because it was he he got he got in my car to drive me home an hour home then drove back to work an hour, and then drove back to my house an hour. Like, yeah. and then had to drive back to his house. And then he drove. Yeah. He didn't even drive back to his house. Oh, he, he went s- straight to work from. Yeah, he spent the night. Wow. With um, and it, it, like that just speaks to the kind mm-hmm. of friends that I have in my life. And you, like, you guys immediately when I was like, I need somewhere to be tonight. Like, you guys yeah. were like, Yeah, come over. <laughs> like, we'll we'll hang out. And like, it, it's just been really really great how supportive like all of my friends, even my family, mm-hmm. has been very supportive. Which of course they would be. They're my family. They love me. Uh, well, like, not everyone not has everyone that luxury. So I understand that not everybody has, has that luxury. But like, it, so it's great it's, that you it's do. It's been really that's, good. That's awesome. Knowing, like, even my my doctor, like, he was so worried about me because he's really good friends with my dad. Like, my doctor uh, is really good friends mm-hmm. with my dad. They work out together every morning. They're very close. And when I went and saw him, he was really worried about me. And my therapist talked to me about it. She was like, yeah, your doctor's really worried. Can I tell him that you're doing better? And I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, give him a call. Like, I don't care. Um, so, yeah. Oh, doctor it, it, patient. It's really nice just yeah. That's awesome. Like having this sort of support structure that I mediumly always knew that I had but never felt comfortable using. I think everybody feels like that. Because yeah. I'm, like, already thinking, I'm like, okay, if I ever had a crisis, like, I guess all these people would be there. Yeah. So I'm like, I hope I never have a crisis. Yeah. But this group of people that we've kind of assembled is a very different yep. 
vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everybody, it's like Bonnie comes <laughs> in the house, grabs a glass, and like comes and sits down. Yeah, you know what I mean? Really it's weird. not. <laughs> it's like a step beyond a friendship. It's like come hang out, yeah. leave yeah. whenever. Like, and part of that, I yeah. wonder if, like, obviously, like, it's a little bit different with like Jared and stuff like that, but because, yeah. mm-hmm. like, stuff like, um, like Bonnie and Brian and stuff, like, those are people who have been in our lives for ever. ever. Like, it, it's it, it's a mild family at this right. point. Yep. Well, for you, but I feel like even this year, like, with like Bonnie and stuff. And, yeah, like, we really became friends with Bonnie, mostly mm-hmm. you, but I mean, yeah. with for us, the D&D group, that's been a good connection with Bonnie as yep. well. So, but like, it's nice, it's nice to have that because I sometimes feel like I don't have lots of friends, like right. at all. Like I don't hang out with people. They're all your friends, Dwight. Like, you know, they're all people that mm-hmm. you... We're, we're friends. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. It's like over time, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, no, these are my friends too, but I don't really feel like sometimes, like tomorrow, I'm like, I was freaking out yesterday. I'm like, these aren't my friends. Like when you guys play D&D, I'm like, oh, these, I'm like not part of it. And like, I feel excluded and I'm like, it's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. These are my friends too, so... Mm-hmm. Yay! Yay, friends! So welcome to No Refunds Therapy. I know, yeah, I like yeah. this. This is nice. We should do this I, more often. I didn't know if I wanted to really talk about this on the podcast. I love it. But I also did. Do you want us yeah. to cut it? No, no, no. I cut definitely the last 40 I, minutes? No, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely wanted it. I like, just kidding. I wouldn't have started talking about it if I, I didn't want to talk about it. But like I was talking to Tiffany last night. She was like, like, um, I, she was like, I only have four things, and I don't know what my fifth thing is going to be. And I'm like, I have five things, but uh, I'm, I'm not sure I want to talk about one of them. I did not pick that up. And then all. I was, and then like we started, and then when you said like, oh, maybe the pride parade could be your, your <laughs> one on your list. And I'm like, oh, that could totally be, I could tie that, you tie could, that in. Mm-hmm. Cause that, that was one of the best things that happened to me this, mm-hmm. this summer. Like I, I, yeah. I loved the pride parade. And that was, it, but that was also a distinct fallout yep, from, from, that was a hundred percent directly connected to yes. it. And yeah. like, that would have been a fine, that I thought about maybe just doing that instead of saying getting fired, but no. I, I feel like no, I I, I was I just gonna say I think even though it's a negative thing, it's become a positive thing. I agree. So I agree. there's no reason to not put yeah. it on there. So yes, my number one, <laughs> getting fired from my job. Awesome. And my number one is getting a new job. I I, I liked how that works. <laughs> and my number one was getting older. <laughs> <laughs> just one year older. Just one. So is uh oh so it, we we're, we basically reached the end of this point. This is, is there a long any- podcast. It is. It's going to be over three hours. Is there anything that the two of you are looking forward to for next year? I know we've kind of been on a little somber right now, no. but I don't know if there's anything specific. I, like, are you looking forward to getting fired next year, Tiffany? <laughs> um, that was a joke. Well, Dwight, you you came up with my. I guess the thing I'm looking forward to next year is something that was a kind of an honorable mention for this year. Oh yeah, I have one honorable mention. Yeah, it was Monster Hunter. Well, you had talked about. Um, I did a lot of volunteer stuff this year. A lot of volunteer videography. A lot of freelance videography. I did some video for um, Girls on the Run, New Hampshire, their race. I did a lot of stuff at the animal shelter. I volunteered at the plays so i think just continuing that volunteering and like giving back to those organizations that i really love has made me feel like complete yeah (laughs) it's been really nice so i'm hoping to do more of that next year nice i i I would like to bandwagon on that yeah bandwagon i I, um i i would say my honorable mention Mm -hmm. would be i i volunteered at the pride parade Mm -hmm. this this summer Nailed um, it. I got one right. It was <laughs> it was an amazing experience. It was really great to volunteer for like uh, uh, a charity that I like yeah. I, I feel good about what they're doing and being able to give back to that com- that sort of community. Um, and I would lo- I 
definitely plan on volunteering at the Pride Parade again I next year. I would love to tag along with you on that. Yeah, let's I think do that'd it. be super fun. Um, if yeah, I'm Especially, definitely gonna go. Like that's also near and dear to my heart, obviously. Yeah. So yeah, I I <laughs> definitely plan on doing that again next year. And like yeah. like like you said, it's it's just it feels so good mm-hmm. to, especially when it's uh, a a cause that you yeah. support and you want yeah. other people to, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, yeah. so and yeah, I like that's that. my honorable mention. My honorable mention was Monster Hunter. Um, <laughs> I, I realized okay, Red Dead Two. No, 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 no. It was Monster Hunter God because. Shut oh up. no, you were. You're, oh, I thought you were joking. No, I'm not joking. Oh. It's no, and Monster I know, Hunter. and I know your reasons behind this too. So, like, okay, no, so no, no, sorry, I thought you were joking because no. we were talking about serious stuff, and you were like, "Mine's mon-, like the way you said it was yeah. very jokey." But it is Monster okay. Hunter. Okay. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. The the number one thing, or my my honorable mention, is Monster Hunter because not only is it one of my favorite game series of all time, I got to share it with a lot of my friends. Yeah. Um, because this is a Monster Hunter that has really kind of reached mass appeal. Um, I got to, Alex into it to play. I've played with Brian yeah, before yeah. in the past, and we had a bunch of other people who um were brian's friends mm-hmm. and some of alex's mm-hmm. friends because didn't um justin play with us for a while mexico played with us for Me- a little mexico bit mexico and yeah. justin yeah, played, they yep. played and so it was just fun having like groups of people that we would go out and just randomly hunt monsters with i played a lot solo it's one of my favorite yeah. games in general um so it was amazing seeing that translate um we used the discord for it a lot mm-hmm. uh which was kind of the start of the discord like it was one of the first major channels that multiple people were using yep um so i really enjoyed that monster hunter was uh it was one of the best multiplayer experiences I've had this year. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I liked watching I, you play that I put, too. I put over 250 hours yeah. into that we game. We put a lot of time I put into a that gross game. amount of time I liked watching that. That. Yeah. that was a game that you would come, like I would come home and you'd be playing and I would sit down in the room and watch you. They've announced um, an expansion for it for next year. It's the first paid expansion for Monster Hunter and it's going to double the game. Like Monster that. Hunter. Um, and the other things that I'm looking forward to next year are kind of piddly things. Like I'm really looking forward to the next Avengers mm-hmm. movie. Yep. I'm looking forward to doing more acting. Uh, like I said, I'm definitely, I've definitely been cast in a short film. I'm looking forward to that. Um, hopefully we can make it really good. And so, yeah, I'm just looking forward to continuing doing the podcast. I want to stream more. Yep. I want to keep up with this. I want to not slow down. That is that is what I'm looking forward to next year. You gonna run a five k with me? I will run three five ks yeah. next year with me, with Alex, um, none yeah. with you. Okay. Um, I'm and super, I'm gonna lose my belt. You know what I'm looking forward to next year uh, that I can't believe you didn't mention? It Chapter Two. Oh yeah, Ooh. I can't wait for that. And it, Tiffany, we talked I about this. She's coming to see this yeah. with us. I, nice. I loved it. Yeah, I'm, loved. I'm looking so forward to for that. It Chapter Two. I'm looking forward to Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, not Captain Marvel. I'm looking forward to Captain Marvel. Are there any games that come out next year, like Ghost um, of Tsushima? Or I don't know. I I don't keep up with uh with like game release schedules unless they're coming out like next month or something. Right. Um, but like for movies, uh, yeah. Oh, the new Pokemon game! I'm really excited for the new Wait, Pokemon does, game um, and Animal Detective Crossing. Pikachu come out next year? Pikachu. The movie does. Yeah. Yeah. I think Detective Pikachu. Okay. Uh, inside baseball, not inside baseball, but I think it's gonna be in. It's gonna be eligible for next year's draft. I think that's Yay! gonna be a sleeper hit. I oh really man. Do. I'm super excited for Detective Pikachu. Yeah, it looks fun. I really have to pee. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, are you excited for anything next year? Um, not Captain Marvel. Not Captain Marvel. <laughs> running lots of races. Um, and teaching my first class. Okay, perfect. Awesome. That's so exciting. Yeah. Okay, so thank you all for listening to this super extra long episode. Um, this has been a pleasure to, to record for with you guys. I hope you all enjoyed it. Um. 
you can email us at norefundspodcast at gmail.com. You can check us out at norefundspodcast.com. That's our website. Uh, like us on Facebook, and we that's it. Um, so send us some emails, and we will uh, see you next time for a regular episode, probably with a guest. Have a good day. <laughs> wow, that was loaded. Bye. Yeah, and, and, and if we don't see you before the new year, uh, fuck off. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> happy holidays. And, happy holidays. Happy and, new and year. Happy new year and all well, that that crap. Yeah. All that. All that junk. All that junk. Wow. Bye. 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 So the show I want to talk about is Netflix's Water Police. Water, can you go on here? Um, yes. What? Uh, orange seltzer water, por favor. Sorry, I was like, wait, name? the thing you want to talk about is Water Please? I'm like, what is that? The next, the Netflix original Water Please. Oh, I can't even make weird sounds into the microphone because I'm gonna edit this. <laughs> I didn't mean to you no, no, you're good. Sorry. No, uh, wait, wait until Dwight comes back. We're gonna sit here in awkward silence. And I'm going to leave this all in the podcast. No, you're going to edit this out. Because I'm going to say really deeply offensive words like um, 